Talking with Topher is sponsored by slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com, New Hampshire Vape Gallery, and naturalbossnh.com. More on that later. Let's get into episode 108. Talking with Topher. Talking with Topher. Talking with Topher. What is happening, TWT fans? It is so good to be back on this Thursday. That's right, Thursday. I hope you're enjoying your Thursday, whatever time it happens to be. I've got a special podcast for everybody out there. I'm so excited, and because of all that, I will be brief. I want to start off the way I always do. Thank you. Thank you to all the new subscribers. Thank you to all my subscribers. You are what keeps me coming back here week after week, and I greatly appreciate all of you. If you are new to the podcast, remember to subscribe. That's right. Click, smash, lick, like. Just click that uh, subscribe button. If you're enjoying the videos, give a thumbs up. And, of course, share, rate, review, and make friends in the comments section. It all helps the podcast grow, and I need everyone's help to be doing that. Uh, if you want to get more involved with the podcast, T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. Send a 60-second video. You can send an email, uh, stories, anything you want. Send it on over to T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. And get more involved with the podcast, okay? Uh, you can also follow me on social media. Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. I'm on there every week. Uh, always trying to give some extra content, so give a follow. Again, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. And now with all that out of the way, I got a quick announcement to also drop on everybody. That's right. The five-day water fast will be starting May 3rd, and it goes to May 7th. So if you want to join me on this five-day water fast, send an email over to talkinwithtofer at gmail.com. That's talkinwithtofer at gmail.com. And let me know you're joining. If not, hit me up on the DMs. Maybe you can't do all five days. Maybe you can only do one day. I don't care. I really don't. I want you to do whatever you're capable of doing. And if you want to join uh, any days of the five days, I'm more than happy to uh, uh, stand behind you, root you on, and give you some positive reinforcement to get the job done. All right, I do it with or without anybody. I know there's a couple of you out there that are going to be joining me this year. Um, so I'm excited for that. It's going to be May 3rd to May 7th, five-day water fast. I'm pumped. It's the first one out of two, so when I get the first one out of the way, there's only one left after that, so I'm, I'm so excited. I love doing this every year, and uh, I hope some of you out there uh, join me May 3rd to May 7th, five-day water fast, okay? Um, and now this brings me to my guest. My guest is Bill Morris. He is somebody I've been uh, working with on the jiu-jitsu mats for over six years now. Um, somebody I, I can call a friend, um, which is really nice because you don't have as many when you're my age. Um, but the ones that you do have or make um, really do mean something. 
Uh, so that's always nice. Uh, and plus, being in the state of mind that I'm in, having people of the of the same wanting to do better and wanting to uh, accomplish more in their lives is what I surround myself with. And I just think it's very important. Uh, it was a message that I, I shared a long time ago, which was just cleaning out the closet and bringing these positive uh, people into my life has bettered me even further. So I recommend it for everybody. But this was an amazing conversation that I had with him. We had so much fun, so many topics touched on, and uh, it, was, it was just a grand old time. So I really appreciate him coming on the podcast, and I'm going to stop rambling. We're going to get into the episode. So here it is, uh, episode 108 with my guest, my friend, Bill Morris. Woo! What is happening, TWT fans? It is April 24th, 2022, and I am here with my guest, Bill Morris. Um, this is so exciting for me because of the simple fact that, uh, well, you gave me my very first microphone. Oh, yeah, son. Yes, you did. Mm -hmm. um, and you are one of the reasons why I am doing what I'm doing today. Wow, fantastic. And it's just, it's so exciting to, well, well it's, it's just exciting to sit down with everybody mm. and have these conversations because, you know, we talk all the time. Uh, we really know each other from uh, uh, people. Professional Martial Arts Academy. Hell yeah. And uh, in Derry, New Hampshire. And that's where we met. I think we started around the same week, didn't we? A couple weeks it, apart, and I'm pretty sure. You've been at the school for seven years? Yeah, dude. Oh, really? I didn't know we were around the same yeah. time. I always thought you were a higher rank than me. Uh, I, w I mean, I think I was for a while, and then for two years, COVID happened. So I right. didn't, didn't do right. much. And I think you were training during that. Oh, yeah. I trained during everything. I was a non-COVID believer at <laughs> one point, but unfortunately, the world did not allow us to really think that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, you, you gave me that blue mic, yeah. and I was so pumped. Uh, I did, you know, started this thing two years ago, and at the time, I actually did an ad for you because oh. you were doing Arcade Bros. Yes, we, which, we are the Arcade Bros. Which now, uh, where, I'm curious as to what happened with that. Oh, well. And I'm sure this is going to kind of open up uh, into a whole bunch of other stuff that I want to get into. But yeah. Well, uh, really, realistically, the format, our, we, I was format jumping a lot. So it started off as a retro game thing. So we were playing like 8-bit games and we went through basically all of our favorites. And uh, then we ran out of games. And then we started branching out to like movies and books and stuff like that. And Interesting. Then, then COVID happened, and we we do the show. We used to do the show like this. We would live, get, yeah, live. Well, like, get the headphones we in like, person. I should it, say, yeah, exactly. And I didn't want to do the switch to like a Zoom show. And uh, my partner at the time basically got super busy with work and school, and then plus the pandemic. So there was no. We just kind of let it, let it go. Let it go. Yeah, and we let it go. We ran out of topics though. Really, I mean, retro gaming. You know, you think it's this, you know, huge, like, you know, but once you do like 50 games, it's like, you know, I run out of favorites. So retro much. being what, like old Mario Karts and like Donkey even, Kong, even, like the older ones? Like 8-bit, like uh, Nintendo. Like oh, like the original Nintendo. Yep, yep. Oh, wow. Occasionally some Super Nintendo stuff. 
Oh, okay. Um, and and where where was this? Uh, I was doing it out of my living room at the time. Yeah, but where were you, where was it getting? Like, were you using Twitch? Oh, how um, many years ago was this? Oh, let's see. At least the last show was that March right before the lockdown. Okay, but when did you actually start and it? And then two years before that. So oh, okay. So 2017? 20, 2017 or so, yeah. Okay. Maybe late 2017, wow. 2018 or so. Yeah, yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah, it, was, it was a while back now. It really, wow. When I sit there and actually think yeah, about right? it. Yeah, right? Like, it's Whoa. amazing. Well, we all lost two years, yeah. realistically, in a sense. Yeah, definitely. We got up to like... Uh, I think we did like 56 or 60 episodes or something like that. And then we, we were putting it all on YouTube. And then uh, it was on, um, you know, iTunes. Uh, we were hosting it through like WordPress. So I had it as a blog as well. So huh. I'd put up like show notes and like do all the links. And like, this is what we talked about that day. And then, you know, go. Oh, kind of like, like I do in the description yeah, yeah. of the YouTube video. Yeah, but just as a blog post. Like, and then oh. so, and then eventually oh. um, we were doing a lot of uh, like, so we'd play the game and we'd record like our audio track, kind of like Mystery Science Theater, but like us just like, you know, messing around playing games. And then we branched out and did that to some movie tracks and like a bunch of um, public domain stuff. We did like, uh, what is it, Plan 9 from Outer Space, things like that. So we have like some of these really long shows with us just sitting there, you know, make basically Mystery Science Theatering movies, things oh, like that. Oh, really? Yeah, and my partner at the time was extremely silly. So it was really fun. We'd have this banter where we'd bounce like some of the most ridiculous shit you could say off oh, each other. Wow. That was really fun. Yeah, we had a good time with that. But um, we got to the point where we were going to have to change the format yet again. And uh, now, now I'm going to stop you there because I don't really understand what you mean by you were going to change the format. Uh, so uh, eat, we had about three different kinds of shows we do. We do mm -hmm. like the us reviewing something show. We do the audio track kind of show. And then we'd have like a show where we just basically shoot the shit. Oh, about okay. Like, about like gaming topics. So it would be, uh, we do like, you know, at least one a week. And usually we'd try to cycle through those and then do two plays a month. Something like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so that's what you mean by the format. It's mm -hmm. kind of like when I have guests on yep. and when I'm doing solo. Yep. That's changing that's, the format? That's two different formats. Oh, Absolutely. Okay. And, then, okay. and then say if we got together and we threw on a movie right now. And then talked and about then the talked movie. To, talked over the movie. That would be like a third format. Oh. Yeah, at least that's the way I view it. Oh, okay. I mean? All right. Nope. I was just, uh, I didn't yeah. understand. But yeah. that does make sense to me. Yeah. Um, so go on. What, what, what was going on with uh, the formats and stuff? Well, you were gonna thinking about changing it again, and? And we basically got to the point where it was going to turn into the shoot the shit show the entire time. And uh, unfortunately, we were basically turning into like a game journalism kind of thing, and it hmm. became too much work. Oh, okay. It was like we would pick a few things to talk about, and then we'd play the game and then come back with like a review or something. But... My partner at the time ran out of, you know, time, basically. And I had time, but I was investing maybe too much time into it. And then I wasn't getting, uh, like, the reciprocation back from the other side of the conversation that I was exactly looking for. So, uh -huh. like, I, I made the executive decision to just be like, all right, we're just going to just shoot the shit. And then we tried a few of those shows, and then stuff started getting you know into politics and stuff like that. And then we both realized we're kind of out of our depth here. <laughs> so um, yeah. Politics is a tough one, so man. It was, it's it was a tough an, one. It was easy to just kind of like let it drift away. 
You know, no kidding. Point. Yeah, I mean, I, I miss it a lot. It was really fun. I loved setting up the gear every week and, like, you know, prepping the stuff. I really liked the producer side of stuff. That oh, was, really? That was my favorite part. I find it. the producer side of things to be extremely difficult oh, and really? tedious. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I want to get to the point where I'm just the person coming on here Talking. speaking, and uh, I just give it to everybody else. Somebody else, deal with the rest of this, yeah. promote it, all of that stuff, the <laughs> editing. I wish I could let go of it all. Oh, yeah, that was that was my favorite part. I loved, wow. I loved getting in there and, like, you know, learning all the software and finding the art and making my own art and, like, you know, you know a lot of different skills you need to be able to do it all yourself, yeah. you know? And I was learning it all as I went. So it, you know, taught me another aspect. Of and that's computing. exactly how I'm doing it is, is I just learn as I go. Yeah, you're doing really well with it. And too. I'm just like, I get to point, I get to points where I'm like, I just don't know how to get further. Yeah. And it takes me a while to figure it out. Mm. But then my wife looks at me and she's like, this is why people go to school for this. And I'm like, and then I, that kind of turns on this light bulb of, oh Yeah. I'm really just trying to put this all together myself. I'm I'm learning at the same time, and it seems like you were going through a lot of that too, but having a little bit more fun than I was. I love just jumping in. I love tech stuff. Like, I'm a Linux guy. Like, I've been on computers since I could breathe. Like, I was on the internet when it was still BBSs. Okay. Like a long time And ago. you do Linux, yeah, which Linux is where guy. you build your own, and, uh, in a sense, right? I, I have done that. I it, have done the build my Linux from scratch. Do How? they have a Linux already put together like Windows today? Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. Get Manjaro. KDE what? Manjaro. Dude, it runs off Arch. It looks just like Windows 98, but it's so granular. You can control everything. It's fantastic. Really? Oh, I run it on everything. Because when I first started learning about Linux, you had to build that thing. Yeah, yeah. You had to... You had to know what yep. you were doing and put it all together. And if you were just off a little bit, it would it would, it would never do it. It would never to. work. Yeah, yeah. You can still do that. Oh and, wow! And it's, and it's if you're into that, it's really worthwhile because you will learn exactly how your computer works. Like you, uh, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I loved there. it, but yeah. I just was not there's that so, smart. There's so many distros now. I mean, huh. oh, it's, there's so many. I mean, you can get Debian if you're running like a file server. Put Debian on it. You'll never have to reboot that thing ever. It'll just super rock solid. But I use um, Manjaro, which is based off Arch. And KDE is like a, an environment. It, it looks like fancy Windows 98. Oh. It's beautiful. Or uh, Windows XP, maybe you could call it. No but, shit. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah, and uh, I game on it, too. Like, uh, there's this thing called Proton that allows you to basically just, like, run any game now. Like, that never existed before. If you wanted to game on Linux, it was, like... Every game was a tedious, tedious, tedious exercise and, like, troubleshooting. What's wrong? What do I have to really? add? Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Now it's literally, like, click a menu, go use this tool, and then it works. Like, I'm playing Elden Ring right now, like, on Manjaro. No pro- and it works great. Like, I'm wow. getting, like, 60 now, frames. Now, w- what is that? Oh, it's uh, it's the new Ro- role-playing game or uh, are you familiar first with, shooter? Uh, it's like an over-your-shoulder over third-person. You ever played Dark Souls before? Nope. Okay, <laughs> You're talking to somebody that has no, no idea. Oh, yeah, right. sorry. Oh, no, dude, don't be sorry, <laughs> man. They, they require a lot of time, man. That's, yeah, yeah, that's that, well, that's valuable. the thing. Yeah. It's the, That's why, one of the reasons why I got away from video games was because I just didn't have time for them oh, anymore. Yeah. Um, I'm a reformed MMORPG addict. Okay. I, I used to play EverQuest, like, as a job, like, uh, World of Warcraft. Oh, yes, like, yes, yes. Like, I actually, I was a StarCraft two like, wannabe, like, uh, like professional player. Like, oh, really? I was, like, a Master League guy. Oh, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm used to be, like, 
had a problem. You had a problem. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Elden Ring is um, George R. R. Martin helped write some of the like lore to it, but it's um, it's in the vein. It's it, it's like the newest Souls game. Souls games are known for being the most. They're specifically designed to be difficult. Oh, really? Yeah, they're really hard on purpose, and the developers are like, hey. We know it's hard. That's the point. That's why we make the stuff. And I respect that because most games are made these days to be beaten really easy. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're like simple. They hold your hand. This game, it's like they literally just drop you into a world and there's like tough stuff everywhere. And uh, you can just basically explore everything. It's open world. So huh. it's, it's gorgeous. It's a great game. It really is. It's fantastic. And it, you know, I'm only like 15 hours in. But I mean, you know, it, like a buddy of mine already put like 130 hours into it, and like, oh really? Yeah, he didn't. And that was just him taking his time, like exploring stuff. And what it was worthwhile? I guess 130 hours just exploring. Yep, and killing bosses, and you know, doing all this. Uh, I don't know. It controls like um, it controls like a fighting game, kind of. Like uh, it reminds me of like Tekken, sort of. Like where you put in your inputs, and like your guy does the moves. Yes. And but if you make the wrong mistake. Like, you get punished for it because the monsters have, like, really good AI. The huh. way they mess with you. Yeah, it's a really great game. It really is fantastic. Interesting. But, yeah, like uh, like I was saying, though, it runs beautifully on Arch Linux. Like, I mean. And like, that never used to be a thing. Never used to be a thing. Oh. It used to be. I mean, if this was, you know, six years ago, it, I wouldn't be able to use Linux to game. But I'm so anti-Windows. Like, I. I honestly hate Windows. Like it's it's the worst. They put ads in your. Like, I'm I'm not gonna uh, disagree oh. with you at all. I'm just stuck with it. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't yeah, know yeah. much of anything else. There is definitely a learning curve to getting used to using, uh, especially Arch Linux, because before Manjaro kind of uh, was like, here's a bunch of easy ones to use. You would actually have to install it through like a command line and then build like you were talking about yeah. earlier. Build the environment to what you wanted. So that's thankfully behind us oh wow so now you can literally just put it on a thumbstick plug it into any computer and it like goes right it's beautiful it's really oh, it's elegant it's yeah it's great and then <sighs> uh and, and it updates fairly regularly i mean almost every week they're updating like so this. just like installing windows onto the computer you would just install this mm -hmm. version of linux yep. and then you're off that, and you're, running you're basically good to go you gotta learn a few command line stuff like a couple you know how to use pac-man basically pac-man's like uh it grabs all the programs out of their repositories and then you're good like no uh, it, and to install something it's like if you know the name of the program you literally just type a command that's like sudo pac-man a dash, an S, and the name of the program, and then hit enter, installs it. It's, Interesting. You don't have to go hunt stuff down on the internet. It's like, it's great. Now, I'm asking this for my personal reasons, but, like, would would something like that be compatible with, like, Filmora and OBS? And OBS, for sure. They OBS, have, oh, for yeah, sure? I, I did all my editing on that. So, um, so the You did your editing through OBS? Uh, well, no, I threw Linux. Oh, okay, okay. I, I'm I was, sorry. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was using OBS. I was like, there. OBS is a editor, no, too? No, I was using... What was I using to edit videos? Um, it's, I forget the name of the program. All, all your Windows programs will not work. Will have like a, well, some of them will. Oh, okay. But um, you might have to use uh, like emulation or this thing called Wine to do it. Huh. Uh, Wine basically, um, it allows, like there are some like Microsoft like binary files, stuff like that, that need the like to run. So if you use it through Wine, it basically interfaces with, it emulates Windows kind of in a small little kernel, uh, not kernel, but... Um, 
Oh, did I lose it? Okay. No, you're good. You're all good. Right. It, it, it does that. It does all that. Right. Yeah. All right. Noise canceling. Uh, it'll be <laughs> in like uh, it'll be like in a little silo. Like the, huh. it builds up this. Uh, they call them prefixes. So it'll it'll build like a little Windows prefix. It'll give all the binaries. Then it'll work. You might not get some of the um, like if there's DRM things or like anti cheat software for games or something. Sometimes stuff like that doesn't work. But I mean Linux. There'll be a Linux equivalent. To almost any program that you can think of. Oh, really? Yeah. So, like, you know, for art stuff. Because I, I hate Windows, and yeah. and and I will say this: that when they did the Windows update to eleven, yeah, none of my computers in my house are capable of upgrading to it. Oh no, none of them. Oh, that's terrible. And I'm like, I don't understand why you would come up with an update that no computer is able to upgrade to right now. And they force you to use it. And it's like, I got I I got an i5 in this thing. I got an i7 downstairs. Yeah. They want i9 plus. Really? And it's like, well, what the... Why would you come out with an update? That's, yeah, and that's... It, I talk to so many people. The computer at work is not upgradable. Oh, I know wow. friends that, that, that it's just not upgradable. That's terrible. I mean, with... Like, and so the thing I use, you, you can... Hate them. You can... Every time a new kernel comes out, you can just use the new kernel. And it's basically like... Equivalent to like eleven, so it'll be like you know the new version. Right, everything just kind of works. You just got to know how to do it. Yeah, yeah. See, that's the thing. Another learning curve, but I'm actually very intrigued because I oh, yeah. don't want to waste them. I like. Definitely I'm, try I'm, it. I'm not gonna go out and buy a four hundred dollar processor yeah. just so I can get Windows eleven. Yeah, like that's, that's ridiculous. You don't need to do that. I mean, you can take Linux. Like any, you have an old laptop. I mean, yeah. you just plug it in there, play with it on the old laptop for a little while, or if you got. Um, for instance, like, um, you know, VMware or something on your just run a virtual machine of it for a little bit. Oh, I see what it. you mean. Yes. So you don't have to ha- if you don't have the hardware. But I mean, it's it's worth considering. I mean, yeah. it is. It just sounds like it bogs the system down less. Oh, it does. Like there's less going on in the background Absolutely. because there's so much going on with Windows that like even running Windows itself. Yep. Bogs your computer down. Oh, absolutely. You lose your memory. memory. Yeah, this uh, you it's very granular. You can go like I don't think about it at all to I think about it and I want all this stuff shut off and I don't want any of this stuff installed. You can kind of really customize it. That's oh, why, that's, that's why cool. So for somebody like me, bit. you can just plug and play. Mm-hmm. And then for somebody that's a little bit more advanced, you can literally break Tinker. it down and kind of design. Absolutely. I am very intrigued yeah, because yeah. I'm so sick of Windows. Oh, I agree with you. They're the worst. Now, liberating. On, on a, <laughs> you have an iPhone. So do you have an Apple computer too? Nah, no. So really? Yeah, no. So you like the Apple phones? I like I like Apple's data. Stance really? on data pr- privacy. Yeah, yeah. They um Oh, their privacy. Yeah, yep. I, you feel uh, that that's better. I'm uh I'm one of those um what do you call it? I, I would I'm not going to say digital rights activist, but um privacy advocate. How about that? Okay. Like I grew up wanting to be like a hacker when I was Oh, a kid. okay. Like, I okay. Was, I was really into that stuff. Um and uh they get paid a lot of money dude yeah tell me about it I, it's one of one of my biggest regrets is not actually getting those certs like 10 years ago when i was i was actually studying for them i was going to get like a you could get you, certified that. yeah yeah you can get hacking certs now and there's all kinds of crazy shit you can do. there's so much stuff you can do that yeah, like our parents were like this is a waste of your time i know right? and like now they're like parents are encouraging their kids to do this yeah. stuff i really? started i started with a tandy computer when i was three Oh, wow. Radio What's Shack t- Tandy. Tandy. It was the Radio, Radio, Shack. Radio Shack brand Tandy Holy computer playing shit. like King's Quest and uh, like shit like that back in the day. Oh, yeah. Dude, I still remember. Remember 321 Contact? On yeah. CBS? yeah. I, used to, I used to get a magazine from them. Yes. And, and in the back, they used to have computer code. I remember being like four years old typing out the code. 
and then like compiling it to get like my own little snake game, shit like that. So I've always been super fascinated about this stuff. But uh, Apple, they have the best digital privacy, like oh, up wow. until when you start installing apps from other companies. Right, that's, that's always the downfall. It. Yes. But the way they behave is like, look, we're just selling you this hardware and we're selling you this software and we're not going to really spy on it because that's not our business model. Like mm. the Apple's Maps, for instance, is a good example. So when I came up here today, I use Apple Maps. I typed in the route and then I did the route and then I came up and then once I shut that off, it's gone. Yes, I know, which is why I'm not a big fan of Apple Maps, which is why I like Google Maps. But because they this, keep it. I know, they keep it, it but so it makes the maps better. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, I've, I've always had good luck with Apple Maps. I don't yeah. Know. And, like, you know, as of my job, I'm like, I'm a delivery guy. So, I'm so the, you got, I, I don't really need anything too fancy, you know. Right. But, but you need something that's dependable and it's going to work. Exactly. But Apple's Maps was one of the worst. It used to be, for sure. I know. But, yeah. So it's not as bad no, as it was, it, like everything weird. else. Apple is probably like, so if you take like a Google phone, Apple is like probably like two two to three years, they used to be historically like two to three years behind whatever they're doing. But once they catch up, they give you something really solid. Yeah. Like uh, OS X is their operating system. I used to have like a MacBook and I used to use it. I mean, and that is basically like like uh, the X in it stands for like Unix. So oh, okay. It, so it is some flavor of Linux, but it's too... I don't know. It's too clicky for me. Uh, okay. I, I really like the command line stuff. So, like, um, you know, outside of being able to do, like, a few, like, small things with, the, like, you can move files really easily. Oh, okay. Besides that, it's not really. I didn't. I was just, it, it's very yeah. interesting because I, I, I go Google, Windows, and I stay away from Apple. I just, yeah. I'm not a big Apple fan. I've never, I don't like, uh, I don't like how you can't play with a lot of things. It's basically, yeah. this is how it is. And there's no changing that. You can't, you can, it, it, but it's like, like I'm saying, like, um, you know, how I just described like Arch Linux, like it's, you can't really get to the tinker stage of things, but right. you can get a couple like levels up where you can customize it kind of. Well, you never used to even be able to do that. Oh, really? So I think like I'm talking like when Windows was like, I don't know, I, I, it was, it was, a, it was definitely like 10 years ago. So okay. I am dealing with old information yeah, in my head. It's definitely changed. Um, so it's definitely changed. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, I have a friend that just recently got rid of his Google, went iPhone, got rid of his laptop, went mm -hmm. Apple, and he's just loving the seamless. Plus he also, uh, produces his own music. Yes. So because of that reason, Apple is far superior Absolutely. over Windows. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. I mean, even art and stuff like that. And even now, even with the film editing, mm -hmm. it's like Apple is better. But it's I like... I remember what I used for film editing. I forget. I just... I, I, I live it off the top of my it's head. So it's so expensive. It's, well, this, this is free, and it's awesome. Yeah. It's, you know, I mean, it's all free. That's what's great about it. It's all free, and it's all comparable to stuff that you would pay money for. Linux is free? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's open source free, dude. What? Completely free. Oh yeah, we could we could go over there right now and download it while we're doing the show. You'd have it for free, and you get literally as long as you know the name of the program and what you need it to do, you can just type it in the command line, hit enter, and you have it now. Oh, I had no idea it was free. Completely free. Oh yeah, yeah. Open source, completely oh, free. Oh really? Yep. yep. Linus Torvaldis, I think, is the name of the guy that, like, he's the one that like created it or whatever. Yeah, dude. He's uh, that's been the stance from day one. They're, yep, huh. they're, it's all free. It's amazing how everything has really changed in the last, like, five, six years, because I did not think Apple was 
that manipulatable at all. It is, it is, but there is, um, it's not to the level that I would be used to as a Lennox guy. It right. Would, it would be frustrating to me because I can't do exactly what I want to do, but you can do some stuff. Windows is like, okay, you can select what it looks like kind of, but that's about it. It's still going to run how it runs, and it's not open source. So you have no idea what some of those binary files are even doing. Like uh. the thing with Linux is everything, you can go review the code yourself. If you know how to read it and you know what it means, you can go look at it just yourself. Like, And it's been reviewed by the community. It can't get pushed to the repository before it's like reviewed by the community. So there is not going to be, unless you install something from another company, if you take it out of the repo, there's not going to be any like quote back doors or um, oh really like data leakage yeah things like that yeah it's really like it's really really solid man it's the it's, that is it's, amazing it is, it is okay I am free. very intrigued right now so yeah, yeah. you got my gears spinning yep Arch Linux son wow beautiful 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 piece of software oh no kidding love it that yep. is crazy. Well, it just goes to show you how far behind the times I am. I'm just like in my own little bubble and I'm not paying attention to anything that I don't use. So true. Uh, That's, you know, that's fair, though, you know, because it does require a lot of extra reading and. Oh, I bet. Like messing around and things like that. So if you don't get the time, I mean, you just. Right now, no. Yeah. you just. But it sounds so much better than what I'm dealing with on a daily basis. So it's almost like maybe. If I can convert you from Windows to Linux. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's put it this way. If I do decide to do it, I'm going to need your help anyways. Like like I'm saying, the best thing to do is go grab your old lappy, download it, throw it on a thumb drive, and then just play with it for a little while. And then you're just going to find out how much how much better it is. That is fucking wild. I'm. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So when um so so you, now you what? Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. So so the podcast is dead. Yeah, the arcade right? rose is no more. No we, more. We still have. Are you planning on doing anything? <sighs> we have talked about it. Well, uh, what about you? Me personally? Yeah, you by yourself. I no? don't. I don't like monologuing. Oh, okay. I okay. don't. I don't like. You don't it. like being a talking head. No, I'm not into <laughs> the. Uh, like my expertise in things is limited usually, and I don't like fronting when I don't know something. And I feel like I would fall victim very quickly into the like just I'm speculating too much and I'm just saying shit off like and I didn't feel comfortable with putting out that product. So like I just put my artistic energies elsewhere. So, you know, like I paint okay. I paint and stuff like that. Oh, do you? Oh yeah. I'm a yeah, I'm a I've been painting for years, like watercolor, gouache, things like that. I don't really put too much of it online. I do I have been trying to sen- sell a couple of them as NFTs on um, Oh yeah? Yeah, on um OpenSea. Uh, but nobody's obviously bought them because I'm not like a hype project or whatever. But Right, but still. Yeah, but it, I, yeah. It's good know. to get try to get out you know, there yeah. but now I, when when you talk watercolors mm-hmm. are you talking like uh nothing on the paper and you're watercoloring or do you have the paper with the numbers and now oh, each I, number I, is a color i i build my own paintings i draw them or, oh, awesome. or sometimes i'll sometimes i will have a blank page and then just kind of put them up but uh recently i've been working uh, from photos a lot so i'll take oh. like a photo and like uh you know like draw the dog, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. Then I'll I'll do the dog. So, but my watercolor is actually like the intermediate stage of my process because then I'll take them past that and I'll paint them in casein. And casein is a milk based paint. It's kind of like oil, 
but um, it's it's water soluble. It's actually the oldest paint known to humankind. Really? Uh huh. It goes back like I don't want to. I might misquote the this guy. His name's James Gurney. He's like one of my favorite artists. He did that book Dinotopia. I don't know if hmm. you're familiar with it, but he paints no. in casein too. And um, he said it's like twelve thousand years old at least. Like so. I have never heard of this. Yeah, it's it's rare. It's an old it uh right before like acrylic paint became really popular, casein was what everybody was kind of using. Really? Yeah, it's like a milk binder. It smells really good. Um that you, is so you, you, crazy. You've been tattooed before, right? Yeah. You know when he like uses A and D on yes. you? That A and D smell, it smells like that a little really? bit. Really? Oh, it smells so good. It smells like new tattoo day every time I open the tube. I love it. That's I'm like, crazy. I'm covered in tattoos, so I smell that quite a bit, but yeah. I'm, wow. I'm, I'm like 85% covered now. It's actually pretty crazy. Really? Yeah, dude. I got one leg left. One leg and left? Some forearms. And some forearms? Yeah, I never wanted to do all the way down the forearms just in case no? I ever got a real job, which, dude, I'm almost 40 and that hasn't happened. So I don't <laughs> have anything to worry about, I guess. But I've been at the same place for 21 years. But yeah, yeah, do I do the painting and then I'll take them from like, uh, I do like a sketch, then I'll do like a watercolor. And then if I really like the subject, I'll do like a bigger. Like on board, like I get like these boards, like masonite boards, and that like is so cool. Paint them down. Yeah, I've been really shy about sharing them um, up until like rather recently. So it's like you know I don't really have any online or anything like that. But no kidding. I well, have, that's fun. I, I mean, have I, piles of them. Really, piles of them. Yeah, I, my grandmother got me into it when I was really young, uh, like really young, like eight or so. I was watercoloring with her, and she just recently passed, like a couple of years, a year ago, I guess. And uh, ever since then, I've been like really like I dove in pretty hard. Like I, I maybe I harbor delusions of being a fine artist or something someday. You never know. You're not putting yeah. it out there. Why yeah. don't you take some pictures of your pictures and put them on Instagram? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm working. You up know, to it. I'm working okay. up to it. I'm All working right. Up to it. I'm still. Uh, I still only have three of like a lot of them. I do these. Uh, I get like sketchbooks, like watercolor sketchbooks, and I put them like in order in the sketchbooks, so they're not. You know, they're not really big, but, you know, it's cool because you can flip through and you can see, like, the growth. I really like that part about it. It's fun. That's freaking cool, man. Yeah, but you can take, bad. like, digital photos and oh, then yeah. have, like, a digital yeah. photo book. I, I, have, I have a million on my phone. I bet. Yeah, I, like, bet. I take them in the stages and stuff. Maybe that, when we're done later, I'll show you one. That so. is fucking cool, man. I used yeah. to be really into art. Uh, oh, yeah, I, yeah oh. when I was in high school and stuff and... You know, I fell out of it when I got a job and did some other stuff. You know, you grow exactly. and things get left behind. Plus, you know, when you're doing it for school, it becomes this thing. You have to get it done. And I didn't like the teacher. And it, you know yeah, what I yeah, mean? That it just, ruins it. It just ruins it. So when I hear of somebody that's into it, it's so exciting because it wasn't until recently when I started editing and doing all the stuff for the podcast, that's all hard. of a sudden this creative light came back. And then, like, the, uh, uh, what was it, uh, like, two weeks ago, I was sitting there watching uh, American Idol with my wife, <laughs> and I'm using the notebook to write down what we're, how we're voting, because yeah. it, you couldn't plug it in on the phone at the same time, so I had to write it down. Yeah. But with paper and pencil in my hand, I drew a picture. Feels really good. It was good. the first time I've drawn a picture in 12 years. Oh, wow. And I was like, where did this come from? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like and it your just, hand moves by itself. Yeah, sometimes. it was yeah. wild. And I was so excited about it. I mean, it was just like a pole and grass hey. and a flower. But I was like, she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know. It's, I don't even know where this came it's from. It's really good for your mental health, too. It, to just have this like space in life where you can kind of just like zone out with no expectation. Like as long as you're right. not like on yourself. 
and you're just like, I'm going to put up whatever I put up. I don't care. Yeah. Like it feels really good. It's, uh, it feels nice because yeah. it's, it's using the opposite side of the brain that mm. you're normally using to for everyday function. Yeah. Yeah. You shut that side down and it's like this side opens up, allows that creativity to come out. And it's weird by the time you're done with the picture, at least for me, it's almost like it, it relaxed me. Mm, absolutely. It's and I was like, zen. Whoa, I got like a sensation and a feeling I haven't felt in, in a decade. I was like, where did this come from? Well, and you're doing, you do a lot of jujitsu like I do. Yes. So it's like, you know, remember the, like, Bushido, like back yep. in the day, like to be a well, like, uh, what is it, Musashi? He, I think he wrote it in the Five Rings books or whatever. Okay. You, know, you got to do, you know, the, the, the mental side, the spiritual side, and, you know, like the artistic side falls under one of them. But, like, he's always talking about, like, calligraphy and doing your sword fighting and meditating and, you know, being, like, uh, present in the world, things like that. You know, so if you do all of them, it kind of balances you and makes you, like, a balanced warrior and things like that. It's, like, I, know, I do believe cheesy, but. No, I, I mean, everything that works, like, I feel like almost everything that really works, if you pay attention to it, it almost always sounds cheesy true like if you, if you really think about it you know just uh getting out there and doing something putting yourself out there just getting started they all sound cheesy yeah, sound like everything cliches. that you you know just getting motivated is it you know you hear of people telling i took me 30 minutes to put on my shoes but i got that yeah. run in yep. and it's like you just keep telling yourself these things that you need to motivate yourself or get something done or get yourself out of your comfort zone but at, at the end of the day when you look at what people write it's all pretty cheesy. Mm. It's all kind of poet poetry, like rhyming, mm. but it's it, but it does mean something, whether it's cheesy or not. Mm. The 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 end result is always you pushing yourself, sure. or getting out of your comfort zone, yeah. or taking care of your mental health, or taking care of your physical body. It, it I think all, a lot of those sayings can get pretty cheesy. I mean, we see them on Instagram all the time. There's all these mo motivate. Yeah, there you go. That's cheesy, but it's true. Yeah, there's some truth in there. There absolutely. is some truth. There's always into a it. truth to the cliche. It's like a, it's like a good joke. Yeah, there's, there's always a little kernel of truth to a good joke. Yes, you know, and I, I do believe that, and I think that if you just get past the cheesiness of some things, you can actually find a, a, yeah. a good message in it. And for me, it's it's more about, I don't even really care about the end result. I just like the process. Like, I do it, and then it's done. And I don't care if anyone likes it or not. That's where I've always been with art, too. That is a great place to be, because you know? I am in the opposite. It's like the, <laughs> uh, it's like the, I know I'm not a professional, and I know that I'm, like, very far from being that, but... I practice more than, say, just somebody who doesn't practice. Okay. Therefore, my thing will be better than their thing if you really want to think about it like that. But I don't really care. I just want to do it. And then when I'm done, I'm already like, I feel that's that's what it is. It's the act of doing for me. Right. Like once it's done, all right, fine, whatever. But, I'll just move on. But now, like you just pointed it out, super cheesy. But guess what? You put in the 10,000 hours, you're going to get the exactly. you're going to get with the result that you're looking for where I'm the opposite and I'm like I'm drawing a picture, this feels great, and then the picture doesn't look the way I want it to and now I'm like hard on yourself. Yes. Yeah, me, I'm just like oh, it's so happy. Like I, Bob Ross it, happy little accident. Yeah, <laughs> happy you know, trees, it's cool, man. happy clouds. Happy little accident, it doesn't matter. And painting it doesn't matter, man, cuz you know what? I'm going to make 50 more of these anyway. Oh, that's so, it so doesn't, cool. It doesn't, it's like martial arts, dude. You know what? You know it just as well as I do. Yeah, but even in there, you I fail. You fail. You fail. You fail. But you know, you fail fifty times, and yes. then suddenly you start not 
failing. And then yeah. you're like, whoa, whoa. And then, <laughs> then you get that. It's like this multi-stage, like. Uh, yes. Yeah, like, 100%. Like, <clears throat> I don't know. I just love the process of learning, I guess. Like, see, again, it sounds super cheesy. But, mm-hmm. Like, you know, but I do. I love, I like learning things I didn't know before. Yes. Like it's that's if I don't, I feel like stagnated. It makes me feel almost like depressed if I don't take in like new quality information. Well, one of my favorite sayings is is if you're not learning, you're dead. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, for sure. You're not learning, you're dead. You've got to be learning every day. There is not one day that I've ever woken up Mm. and been like, I know it all. Exactly. Because somebody will say something and I'm like, what? Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you're not learning, you're dead. To, to have that mindset, too, is that actually takes a lot. Because back in the day, in my younger days, I did think I knew everything. Mm-hmm. Of it course, we all hu- did. It was a huge problem, especially in my early 20s. I think something. we were all very guilty of yeah, that in yeah. our 20s. And, you know, I realized that that didn't actually make me a very uh, good friend or a good, no. like, uh, you know, a good family member. It was, like, arrogance that just had no existence, like, no reason to be there. But I had it anyway. Right. So it's like, dude, what is what is this? Why am I so full of myself? I'm a joke. Like, then what? And then I had th- those realizations through a bunch of really heavy like psychedelics use in my mid twenties, and then you know I kind of let it go, and then realized that I'm always the beginner. You know, that's what they talk about in jujitsu all the time. Yes. You, know, you always have the you know the the frame of a white belt in your mind. Like I'm always gonna go there and learn something new, and then I just find joy from that, and it works out for me really well. See, that's that's awesome. I wish I like. There's things in my my life that I still struggle with. And that's one of them. Mm. I'm never satisfied with anything I've done. Mm. Everything I've done is well, not garbage, but it could be, it could have been done better. We Mm. can, we, we got to do better than this next time. And if we're not doing better than this next time, then we're falling behind Mm. and we need to not fall. And I go through this whole argument with myself. And then one of those days will happen in class and I'll get tapped every time mm. and I won't make any progress. But then I go in there loose. I'm comfortable. Maybe the weekend went really good and I show up to Monday and I get a few taps in, but I wasn't thinking about it. Exactly. It's that it's just the act of doing for me. It's like the, the end goal. It's like, you know, it's that again, we'll go hit another cliche, man. It's, it's not the, it's not the destination. It's the journey. Yeah. It's the act of doing that. I agree with it. a thousand it's percent. It's the act of doing it that, is like really worthwhile at least for me yeah like just doing the thing like i honestly don't give a shit who taps me man like i i i know that i'm gonna get tapped it doesn't matter it really doesn't it's gonna happen i know it's gonna happen it happens all the time i don't yes i really don't give a shit i'm in there that's that's i'm in there to feel good from the act of doing and like i know that doing this thing benefits me physically and mentally and you know in basically every aspect of my life, after I leave that class, I'm in a great mood. Mm. Like it, it really has a huge effect. And like uh, at the end of the day, I don't care about the game because it's a game. Like right. you know, I play games. I'm a chess player too. Like you know, I, I oh. do. I've lost hundred thousand games and I've won twenty five thousand. You know what I mean? I don't care. But that's 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 literally everything. You can translate whatever you're learning. You can basically go, dude, I'm going to fail at this four million times before I succeed even slightly. And you know what? I'm fine with that. Well, it's like you just mentioned three things that are extremely difficult to do, take a lot of time to learn, and it takes a long time to become even remotely close to, like, expert or... Those are my favorite things in life. Chess, art, and jujitsu. That's so funny that all three of those are super difficult and you're constantly learning and everything's Every constantly one. Every, evolving. Every time I sit down at the chessboard, it's a new 
I'm going to learn something else today. Like, like great way I, to challenge or, yourself. Or, or yeah, dude, those are my favorite a- activities. Like they mm. really are things that are endlessly difficult and have n- like literally the skill ceiling goes, you know, as far as it can go. Like yeah. there, is, there is no like top here. Wow. I, those are the things that really fascinate me in life that I really like, you know, like other things. I don't know, like, you know, certain video games, for instance, like they don't have those aspects and the ones that do end up becoming my favorite. You know, like super difficult, super challenging, very high skill ceiling. Like, you know, it's it's on you if you do it well, things like that. Those are the ones that really resonate with me. Like basically anything in life like that, I'm kind of drawn to. Yeah, it's like where I'm at. I mean, what about you? Do you like hard things like are you one of those guys that like likes to do things that start off kind of easy and then, you know, they get kind of hard, but like don't really get all the way. No, I, I like to completely challenge myself. Awesome. My problem is is that when I get too challenged, I get frustrated. Uh, and then I get angry and I get upset mm-hmm. and I feel like I hit a brick wall mm-hmm. and then I can't seem to break through that wall. Yeah. But when I finally relax, try to figure it out and dig in a little bit more, mm-hmm. I can get over the wall. I don't get through it. I get over it yeah. and then I can go a little bit further. But it's just... Me being me, I get comfortable, right? And I'm, I'm like, right now with the podcast, Filmora, the way I do things is the way I do things. Yep. But I'm always trying to look at different elements and be like, okay, how do I do this? How do I do this? So I'll try to get the basis down mm-hmm. and get that understood. Yeah. And then from there, I will try to make it a little bit more difficult by adding things in or learning how they do certain things on Absolutely. these major podcasts that are out there. Yeah. So I always do that with everything that I do. But if I'm going to do something, I'm going to put all my energy into that thing. Mm. I don't like to have... Half-assing. I don't like to have too many things going on because Mm. then you don't get to... You you get mediocre everything Mm. instead of something being good and, and worked through. And up to a point where you hit that brick wall. Maybe, maybe I do hit the brick wall, but I'm happy with the progress I've made. Well, then I'm good with this right now. Mm. Let's go do something else and figure that out because then it gives me a moment to relax and step away from what I was running into. Mm. And then I come back to it and all of a sudden the, the wall's gone because I was the wall. Yes. I was yes. the wall. Yes, that is very true. That's, and, that's, and, that's allegorical to life too. Right. You're yeah, always absolutely. in your own way. And if there's mm-hmm. anybody that's ever in my way, it's always me. I agree with always that. Always me. Same here, man. I'm always my own worst enemy. Exactly. Constantly. 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 And it's just, it's something that I'm still figuring out, mm. you know, and being five and a half years uh, separated from alcohol is the it's only good, reason man. that I can even see this mm. right now. Having that level of self-reflection in and of itself is like that speaks to how much growth you've had because some people can't, they can't do that to themselves. You know, it's, it's a difficult thing to pull yourself away from yourself and be like, these are my patterns and Mm -hmm. this is what I do. And Oh man, I'm always messing it up for me. Like, yeah, man. I, and I can see how alcohol definitely clouds that. But to answer your question, no, I don't like things being easy. I don't like thinking I know everything And I'm definitely not going to be the person that is going to put himself in a place of comfort. Mm. And that's because I feel like being in comfort is dangerous for me. Stagnation. Yeah, well, I'm an alcoholic. You get comfortable, Mm. 
All of a sudden, you start talking to yourself, and you start talking yourself into stupid shit again. Yeah. And I don't like being comfortable, because if I'm always uncomfortable, and I'm always out of that zone, Mm. the last thing on my mind is drinking, because I know drinking can't be added in, Mm. because we got way too much going on here, and the alcoholic brain can't handle all of this chaos, where... If I was comfy, just doing the same thing, I did the podcast, I just didn't add anything, then I'm comfortable. Well, you can drink and do that. Yeah, yeah, I hear so that. So I feel like if I keep myself out of that zone, I keep myself away from alcohol. Mm, that's and, very good. And a lot of the ways that I do that is by adding in discipline to my life that nobody really likes to do. Like, mm. I don't eat for five days, oh, wow. which five is coming. Day yeah, yeah, nice. five-day fast is coming up May 3rd to May 7th, if you want to join me. Um, but, yeah, so I, I fast for five days. I only wow. drink water. I still take my supplements because COVID's real, so we need vitamin D and all this other shit. And then I drink black coffee, and then um, that's it. The, now five do, days does that that puts you in a pretty good state of ketosis right yes do, do the supplements take you out it's possible that they can screw it up you, a little bit but i'm not eating for five days do you do the so, exogenous ketones that stuff too i've tried no drink, i tried drinking that stuff once and it tasted so bad. no i don't do yes. any of that i just take like vitamin d uh turmeric mm-hmm. uh 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 Fish oil, nice. um, um, just all those things. Yeah, I had to give up on the fish oil, man. I kept taking it on an empty D12, stomach. D12, don't do that. Yeah, I, well, I, that's <laughs> exactly what I was messing up. I was taking it on the empty stomach, then like two or three hours later. Yes. Oh, and if you, got, if you don't get cold-pressed, I always go for the cold-pressed. Cold yes, no. cold-pressed fish oil is way better. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't give you those fishy burps. Oh, awesome. Yeah, oh, so, try that. so anything that you're getting for those oily supp- supplements, mm. I always look for cold press. Cold press. Cool. Cold press is going to be a better process. Mm. And when it's cold press, it doesn't lose a lot of its nutrients. So I look for cold press, organic, and gel, like those nice, safe gel, gel tabs. Caps, yeah, 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 everything I have is in a dissolvable cap. I take no press pills. Oh, nice. Yeah, they sit in your stomach. They don't dissolve properly. I had so many gastral problems. Um, I had to write in a journal for almost a year. Oh wow! And everything I ate, what I would have, and I had to talk to my gastrologist. It was a thing. And then I found out through changing my diet and doing other things um, that I felt a lot better. Mm. And then all of a sudden, everything's moving. And now I've gotten away from. Uh, all the all the pills from the therapist and mm. depression and this and that because a lot of what was fueling my anxiety and my depression was the alcohol. Absolutely. It was driving so much of it mm. that I was just unaware and I thought that all these pills would help. But then when I got rid of the alcohol is when everything kind of opened up mm. and it was like, oh, well, I'm still having anxiety, but I'm taking an anti-anxiety. Well, maybe let's get off the anti-anxiety. Maybe... Maybe I'm just supposed to be anxious sometimes. I mean, exactly. Anxiety is literally like, you know, it's like it's in there, man. Like if we didn't have anxiety, we wouldn't have got here as a species. Right. You know, it's always being vigilant and stuff. It's just how you manage your relationship to it. Yeah, I always Mm. feel like we're supposed to have a little bit of this shit. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to have a little bit of depression. We're supposed to have a a happiness, anger, anxiety we're supposed to have that in our lives it's not supposed to be a hundred percent gone but we're in this make-believe world where it's not supposed to exist and it's like no i just think that some people have it on a a higher level 
where they get so anxious that maybe they pass out or they can't control themselves or they go into that deep breathing and stuff like that. But then there's levels of anxiety that are just normal. Exactly. I, uh, I think like I was uh, guilty of doing that too with alcohol. I would use it to numb all my emotions. You know what I mean? And then it would take me out for a couple of days. Like I, when I was in my early twenties, I used to drink way too much. Like yeah. way too much. Like we would do anything. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't know how many times I went to the doctor, told him what I drink. And he was like, I don't know how you're sitting in front of me right yeah, now. That's crazy. I wasn't to that point, but I mean, it was pretty bad. I mean, a 12 pack a day kind of drinking, you know? What I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah. Like it wasn't, it was not good, you know, fat, healthy. And that was numbing my emotions. And the only emotions I was feeling were literally like depression, sadness, and like, you know, all that cluster of things. Well, here's the thing, and I know you know this now, but it's a depressant. Exactly. <laughs> like, are we, I, 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 want, I, I want more people to understand that alcohol is a depressant. Absolutely. So if you're depressed, the worst thing you could be doing to yourself is drinking. Is drinking. 100%. Out of 100%. anything that you could be doing, drinking's the worst. Absolutely. And, you know, I decided to... That I rather feel my emotions than not feel them. Yes, because that is actually life. Like if you don't feel your emotions, like what? What are you? You're a robot. I mean, I rather just, dude. If I feel this, I feel this. That's and I, I need to manage it. You know, that's all I can do. But, but what what I like to do now is is I like to find out why I feel this way. Why is this happening? Why am I having anxiety? Why am I having anger right now? Why am I having this right now? What is it that is triggering this emotion or this feeling? And then once you figure out what's what it's doing, mm. then you can actually deal with that. Yeah. And hopefully that'll help it. A lot of the time with me too is um like I I get caught up on things that I can't control. Like that's what really sets me off. Like when I start like it's the chess player in me. Yeah. It's like, it's like dude, I always need to have like a trying to make calculations when I don't have real numbers. You know okay. what I mean? Like yes. I'm doing like algebra in my mind on things that like, dude, I can't know what I don't know. I can't know what these people think. I can know what I think and how I react to stuff. Real like Marcus Aurelius kind of shit, you know? Yeah. If it's in my mind, I can control it, or at least how I react towards it. You know, if I feel this way, I feel this way. Okay. Well, is it because somebody did something to me? Well, dude, they don't have that power to make me feel angry anymore. And it kind of goes away. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, yes, that's like a, it's, that's been a really powerful way for me to think lately. That's a great thing too, because you're realizing that, what what's happening i feel is that you you you're almost giving that person power Absolutely. over you yep. because you're allowing whatever's going on to mm-hmm. and, cause that to you no one has power over me that's the great no thing. one has power over anybody we, we live here in america oh. you know i mean you know there's forces that be that <laughs> yeah, yeah, force, yeah. but in yeah. the emotional sense of yes. this stuff like in that realm Nobody has the power to make you feel any way or make you do anything, really. It's, it's all on you. And dealing with that and coming to terms with it and practicing on that has been very useful for me. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, Mar- you know, Meditations has been one of the greatest books I've ever read in my life. You meditations? Know, Marcus Aurelius Meditations. Man. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Because you're on your own little, you're on a journey right now. You've, okay. you, you've, you, when, when COVID hit, you, you kind of disappeared from, uh, professional martial arts academy. You get, you disappeared from life, but you had some stuff going on at home. Yeah, dude. Oh, I've lost thirteen people. Not all to COVID, but through various different things. Thirteen people. Wait, 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 wait. Like no dead. longer on this planet. Yeah, like died. Oh no. Thirteen, dude. 
my nana, my dad, my uncle, my mom's boyfriend of like 25 years. Those are just the big ones. Like her best friend that I've known since I've been like this tall. Like, oh. you know, a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of stuffs like that. Uh, cat, you know, and then a bunch of tangential friends from high school, like ODs, you know. Oh, a lot. Uh, There's been so many ODs right now yeah, because of this. It's been rough, man. But, you know, like at the point I'm at now, I've figured out for me, the best thing for me is actually to train as much as possible, to eat clean and to like work on my mental health. Like that has gotten me back. You know, and I'm going through a breakup of five years, too, which is no worse shit in the world. But, you know, I thought I'm going to marry the person and then things kind of, you know, they added up and. You know, depression's a motherfucker. <laughs> wow. You know what I mean? But today, I am good because I'm actually doing the things I need to do to feel like me again. And that that is martial arts and painting and, you know, doing things like this. Like, this is good for my mental health, too, to just talk about my problems with something hey, a little bit, you know? Sometimes we just need to get it out. Yeah, you know, and my therapist is fantastic. He's okay, like, I was just about yeah, to ask oh, you because he's, he's, he's I, I'm a hero. proponent of therapy. Yeah. I'm not in therapy anymore. Yeah. I am looking for a new therapist. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people don't understand that, like, they're like, I, I, I'm seeing this person, but I don't like them. It's like, well, well go pick leave. somebody else. Exactly. You know what I mean? A lot of people don't seem to understand that, like, you're picking this person, so if you're unhappy, happy with them move on yeah, and my my guy but, said that to me on the first day yeah he's like dude uh like look i i want to get you to the point where you don't need to see me anymore right and if you are not jiving with my style and he didn't say it i'm paraphrasing yes obviously. but if you're not like jiving with my style dude go find somebody else to help you 100 it suits you better you know that's 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 what this is like my sister actually just got her master's in uh like this in therapy stuff so like you know she's been trying to get me to go for you know, like literally my entire adult life. And I was, I had this idea that I'm just going to sit there and lay on a couch mm -hmm. and talk about Freudian shit. Like, I don't want to talk about my parents. I don't want to talk about, I only want to talk about what I want to talk about. Come to find out, that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. And so many people yeah. think like you used to. Yeah. So many people do not understand that that's what it is. And if it's that's involved. not what it is, when you go there, you need to find something somebody else yeah, well coming up like when i was a kid like you know we were yeah. about the same age it was like that yes it really was well that's because your parents were freaking like go see you're yep. talking to this person right now and i i think i said it last week but i hated those people yep they worked for my parents they weren't working for me exactly that's a really good point they were wow. working for my parents that's a good way to put so it. anything i told that person they were telling my parents oh wow that's that's, that's so i hated them unethical and then on top of it, you go to court, everything else, and you got to go see a shrink and or these people, counselors. Yeah, I hated them. Yeah, because they were forced upon me. Exactly. This is like a choice I made on yes. my own, and it's been very valuable. It, like uh, he gives me tools to like, like I'm a ruminator. Like I ruminate about stuff. So like elaborate. Oh, uh, so like for instance. Oh, she broke up with me. So, oh, I could have done this different. I could have done that different. Okay. What if I said this? What if I did that? And then I'll start doing that mental math with no numbers. Ah. And then I spiral out. And yep. then I get into these places where I'm feeling like, you know, just awful. Like I've worked myself up into this place where like, dude, I didn't, I was fine 20 minutes ago. And then I started thinking about all this stuff and it brings about like every everything. Emotion. And yep. then, you know, dude, and I, I've been a rage case my whole life. So then I'll get mad that I like that. And then it just, that sets a whole nother set of gear. But he's given me like tools to like, basically I wrote my own mantra. When I get like that, I repeat the mantra for a little bit. I engage a different part of my brain instead of back here. I'm up here now. And then suddenly I pop out of it and I'm okay. And I yes. can deal with it. And every time that I do that, I get a little better at it. 
That's and, awesome. And it's like, dude, I, these tools are great. Why don't they teach people these things just like in school or something? Like, I don't know. Oh, dude, you know? do you know how many things I wish they would actually have taught us in school? Dude, it's probably a few. They taught us how to write a check, but they never taught us how to balance a fucking book. Che- yeah. They didn't teach you how to do banking. They didn't teach you what to do with your money. They just yeah. told you you needed you need this education to get this job. This is going to pay you this much. But they didn't tell you how to manage anything. And most of my teachers, like, dude, you could just tell they didn't give a shit. They didn't there, give there was a like, shit. There was, like, there was like two or three that I do actually remember yes. really caring. They were really cool. But, like, most of them, they're like. two out of three out of 100. Exactly. There's, like, 40 kids in the class. And, like, they, dude, half of us are delinquent skateboard <gasps> kids that they just don't even want to see. You know? Oh, yeah. We were punks when we were little. Like, you know what I mean? We were terrible. Terrible. Like, all skater, like, uh, yeah. fuck you, authority. Like, I was a Marilyn Manson kid, too. So I'd get it. Like, dude, they they just immediately would judge me as, like, I wear the shirt to school. They'd yeah. Like, oh, he's a. Yeah, yeah, I do yeah. the same thing with Nirvana and yeah. Sepultura and all. Sepultura. Oh, Sepultura is so great. Is one of my <laughs> yeah, records, yeah dude. dude. I love that shit. I love their Hell shirt yeah. where it said Sepultura and then on the bottom on the back it said fuck off. Yeah. And I used to wear that to school. Good shirt. Oh, they dude, hated that shirt's it. It's like 200 bucks now. It, no oh, dude, shit. Vintage t shirts. What? Holy shit, yes. Especially if they're like tour t shirts, dude. Some oh, of, my God. Yeah, they're really, really I, valuable these days. No kidding. Yeah, I had no idea. I every, might still have that shirt. Oh, dude, that's awesome. Wow. If it I've, has no holes in it, dude. I've kept a lot of my old T-shirts because cool. I got into this uh, uh, serial killer. Okay. Came out with all kinds of, like, Scarface T-shirts uh-huh. and stuff like that. So they're those are so old now. I don't even think serial killer exists. Yeah, that's an, that's an old... That's an, yeah, old that's an old label. Company, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but in vintage t-shirts, man, especially no yeah, band tees, absolutely. Those are so valuable these days. Shoes from when we were kids, like, dude, they're fucking wicked valuable. It's like everything we had when we were kids is, like, worth money now. Yeah, and that makes me so sad because I had so many things that I just don't have anymore. Oh, and you're like, ah. Dude, Bitcoin is one of them. Oh. Magic the Gathering cards, dude. I could I could have bought two houses with my Magic collection now from, like, when I was a kid. Like, it's, like, no joke. I'm not exaggerating. No hyperbole here. Literally could have probably bought two houses. Jesus like, I used to Christ. work. I used to work at a game store uh, way back in the day. And I used to get a sick discount. I used to get twenty five percent off. And so I, basically, I would work there, get my check, put my check in the bank, come back upstairs, and buy boxes of magic cards with like my entire check. Like, and I was, dude, I did this for like two years. So I had this massive collection that was like, wow. oh, dude, it, it that that'll get me going. That's uh, it sucks. There's been a lot of those opportunities. In my life to make like a ridiculous amount of money, like by yeah. just holding on to stuff, like all my old Batman action figures, all my old Ninja Turtles, like all that shit. From now, did you let comics. go of those? Is I that s- what happened to I them? I sold them. Okay, I, I sold them okay. to a ga- another game store, and the guy like he gave me like seventeen hundred bucks for a stack of rares like this tall from right, right. Edition. Now those cards would be like two, two houses, two houses worth. At yeah, least. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just roughly, like you know, it's two like, of my, cool. two of my houses. Like two uh, of my small, house, smaller house, smaller house. Smaller All right, house. well, yeah, my place, house isn't that big, dude, but yeah, big. yeah, this is a nice spot, dude. Oh, thank I, you. I really like the studio too. I didn't tell you that when we first started. I was <laughs> yeah. impressed when I walked in. I'm like, dang, I put from the little Yeti mic. To yeah, this is. I've a, I've put a lot of work into this. These are really nice too. This, these shores are. Beautiful. This was this was uh, th- thanks to my uh, grandmother. Oh really? Yeah, when she passed, uh, uh, I I collected some money and uh, I used it. So now I feel like I'm talking to her. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like when I paint, I have all our old brushes and stuff. Well, that's where yeah, like the gym cool. and stuff came from. Oh, it was all cool. from her oh, when she beautiful. passed. I use everything. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, 
uh, surround myself with stuff that's going to better my life and that's, better things that I'm into. That's very cool. And I felt like that was not wasteful. Mm. And I didn't realize I was trying to use it as a, a way to grieve. Mm, absolutely. But it wasn't until I got the notification on my phone a couple weeks ago that her birthday was on the 18th. Oh. That's when I grieved. Uh. I got that notification on my phone and I went, what is happening to me? And I realized I didn't use the money to grieve. I used the money to just get stuff I wanted, mm. even though I was mentally telling myself it was so that... I, it, it is on some... But it's both, man. Maybe you Definitely, but I absolutely think it's both. <laughs> yes, for sure. For and sure. then... She'd be so proud. She'd be like, look at your show. I mean, it, like, dude, you know, the passion yeah. and how passionate you are about it and things like that. Grandmothers love it when they see their kids passionate about stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, she'd, she'd like it. Yeah, it was funny. Absolutely. I showed her my podcast uh, one time uh, during COVID when we finally got to go see her again. I was like, check it out. This is what I've been working on. She goes, you're talking too much. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like it's a, that's what it's all about, Ma. She's like, I don't understand this. I want to watch a show. You're talking. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. She didn't understand podcasts. Ah, but yeah, so. getting that notification on the phone and being like, her birthday is a couple yeah. days. Do you want to plan something? And I was oh, just like. Woo, that one hit. And I was like, okay, so maybe I didn't fully grieve this, but now now I feel a lot better you about guys, it. You guys were close? Did she help learn yeah, well, anything like that? Uh, what did she what? Uh, like me and Sorry. my grandma, she helped me. She like raised me for oh, a long time. Oh, no. Like my mom had to, she got divorced when I was younger. So like basically I spent every summer with my grandmother. Like, uh, you know, so we were like really close like that. Was it similar? For it, it, we were very close. It yeah. took a long time to get, Close. Ah, I see. So, like, when I was a kid, I, she lived across the street when we lived in Mass. Oh, cool. So, they were always over there. My yeah. grandfather passed uh, when he turned 65, so that was, like, uh, 97. Oh, wow. Um, so, that was really... Oh, actually, it might have been 93. But it was really difficult. It was a tough thing. And then, like, Ma had to sell the house and move into a home at some point. She, I think she kept the house for, like... 10 or 15 years before my parents finally were like, everybody in the family was like, you got to get off that street. Yeah, yeah. Like the street just went way downhill. Oh, Hamilton man. Ave and Lynn Mass is oh, not man. a pretty spot. Now. I, I know the area. Yeah, yeah. I used to go to Ford Elementary School there. Oh, that really? place looks like a fucking mini jail. Dude, it's have, scary. What's that? Uh, where Where's that like... There's like that line where it's like Lynn and then the super rich town. Right? Swampskit? Yeah, like right next door. It's like on the coast right there. Oh, I okay. A, I have a friend that still lives down there on that like, uh, it's like a little spit of land and you can go drive down there and get to the like rich town. Yeah, yeah. I still got family in Peabody, oh, but right. not much in Massachusetts yeah, mine's, anymore. Mine's in Melrose. Melrose? Yeah, okay. Not, not too far. Yeah, but we, cool. when, when I, when me and my wife first met before we were married, um, we... We were living in Concord, and I got I, I fired my gun off in public, got arrested, and then we decided to leave Concord. We le decided to leave that place. Uh, it was nothing but bad news. Everybody I knew, I I couldn't talk to anymore. I couldn't hang out with because it was just it always a bad situation. So when we moved into Merrimack, I I, I all of a sudden got this feeling of I needed to hang out with her more. Mm. So we would go down like four to six times a month oh, cool. to Peabody and see her. Hang out. And, of course, as time got on and we wanted to buy a house and do all these things, it became a little bit less and less. Yeah. And then, uh, so I was seeing her a couple times a month or once every three months, and then COVID hit and we couldn't see her at all. Uh. 
And it was like, okay, now we want to go see her. She was like, I'd rather be dead than not see you people. I'm tired of this COVID bullshit. Like, she was just like, this is stupid. You know, if I want to see you, come and see me. But we couldn't get in the building. So we didn't want to go down and, like, be the people on the other side of the window. That was just weird. But then... We got to go and see her. We made a thing of it, me and the family. And then, uh, unfortunately, uh, she rapidly declined. Um, and then uh, she passed. But it was it was not a bad thing because she was 95. Well, she wow. was 94 when she passed. Her, 95? She would have been 95 this April. Wow. Um, but she had a full life. If yeah, there was anything life. that upset me more than anything was the fact of the lockdowns. Mm. We all like I was against all the lockdowns. I've been against a lot of this shit that's been going on. Mm. I gave into the vaccines. That was my choice. I wanted to take my mask off and they said I could if I did that and then they lied to me. So you know, screw you and your boosters and everything else. Yeah, but I'm not doing the booster. I did. I, do, I got double vaxxed and I've had COVID twice. Yeah. <laughs> Back before COVID I mean, was even a thing, we had it. So I work with Chinese people. So way back early uh, November. It was 19. No, we had it in, yeah, it, let me see. It was 2019. De- it was December. It was right around my girl's birthday. She got wicked sick, mm-hmm. and she, she has a heart transplant. So yep. like, they were really, really, really nervous. She went down to uh, the hospital she goes to. They literally hit her with the entire battery of tests that they could give somebody. And... Uh, they, they ended up saying she had a rhinovirus because they didn't even have a COVID test at that point. So right. she was sick for Too a month. early. She was sick for a month. They gave her intravenous like antibiotics. She recovered. Then I was sick for a month. Then my mother- A month? A month. Straight month, dude. Like, and I had the back pain back then. And like, 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 dude, I, I'm convinced we had COVID. And then my mother got it. She was sick for a month. Then my sister got it. And she was sick for three weeks. And it's like, hmm, mm. interesting. And then- March happened, and then, like, everything shutting down for a month. Like, my boss shut down the restaurant. Like, everybody locked down. Then, like, I – we reopened the restaurant. I did not get COVID the entire time working. And, like, it has to be because I had the antibodies already. Right. I got double vaxxed, and then I got it again in January. Like right Which before, would have been Omicron. Uh, I think so. Yeah, like, because if you – because – It was either Delta or Omni, one of uh, the two. I don't uh, know. Uh, well, I'm not going to say whether or not – Yeah. It actually worked, and but what I mean by that is the vaccine. But back then, but but that at that timeline, I believe it was Omicron, and it was getting through everything. Everything, yeah. So I I got it again, and I was sick again for like three weeks. That time, it felt like somebody was squeezing me down my back, like somebody just like a giant came yes. behind you and was squeezing me from my head all the way to my back. Like the craziest cramps and stuff that I ever had. Wicked sweaty, wicked. Like that's what a I, lot of people said about, about I, the Omni. Then I tested positive. Yeah. Fuck, dude, I had to miss two more weeks of work. That's like, so stupid. Oh man, it's, it sucks. It really did. And then my girlfriend had it too. Again, she got it again. I had two vaxxes. She had three at that point. She oh got, my she god! Got she had two vax, she the tripled. double shot and a booster. Yeah, she got the booster too. and still got it. They wanted they want her to get a fourth one too. Of course, and she's not sure if she's going to do it. She's like, I still have antibodies. I don't want to do it. Well, that's the other thing too. It's like I'm curious as to, like, why don't we have more antibody or antigen tests available? Because I know we got the test to test for it. But my wife was sick two weeks ago. She tested because work made her, so she mm. got the test. She was negative. Then I got sick. Was it a nose swabber? No, it's just a fucking take-home test. Yeah, yeah. Those. 
I, I, I had it and I tested negative because I didn't get enough of the PCR. The, yeah. I didn't get enough of the snot on the thing before I stuck it in there. Like it came out kind of dry and then I tested and it was negative. I tested again three days later, covered in snot, totally positive. Okay. So I think uh, there's a lot of uh, room for error with those tests. And that's fine, but this is what you've given us to get tested. Now that all the sites are shut down, like there's barely yeah, anywhere yeah. to go and get a COVID test because now they're relying on all the home tests. Yeah. But now they're saying that uh, no one's no one no one's getting it and telling you. So now we don't know it's it, it's lower than ever, but mm-hmm. it could be because no one's telling you, but it's my thing is You've given me this test. I'm supposed to be able to use it to tell whether or not I can go to work. Mm. Basically is what you've done. Yeah. And I take it. It's negative. But at this time, this time I was just like, you know what? Uh, You took it. You're not, you're negative. And she's like, yep. And I go, cool. I'm negative. And I walked out and I went to work. (laughs) I'm like, this is crazy. I'm not going to miss more work for like now the BA2 is so minimal that it could have been covid because now it's almost like allergies yeah they, well that's, it's not the same anymore that's the cool thing about viruses they get less virulent and they, yeah. they're, they're an organism too yeah they want to they want to keep the host alive so they can propagate themselves right so that's you know i mean i i've been on the whole like it came from a lab tip since oh i'm 100 percent on that i i've said that since the beginning as soon as i found out that the lab was literally across the street from the wet market i'm like oh Okay, and then you hear about, like, the lab was cited with all these, like, fines and shit like that because it's literally, like, a grody-ass lab. Yeah. Like, it's disgusting in there. And, like, they they don't even have, like, modern, like, you know, anti... Well, I don't even know what you call them. Not anti-locks, but, like, airlocks or, like, whatever. No, they were, were like, I think it was considered to be, like, a, a, a level nine lab... With level three security. Yeah, and the whole, uh, they're doing the gain-of-function research there. Yes. So it's like, dude, literally the work they do there is to make viruses more virulent to, like, see what happens. <clears throat> but and six then, months to a year ago, we couldn't talk oh, like this. If, if, you, if you said that, you're some kind of conspiracy theorist, but it's like, no, these are facts about the lab. Like, you, mm-hmm. can, you can verify them. I'm just telling you, go look it up. But, no, you know, people don't want to do the work. It's easier just to go... La, 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 la. You're an idiot. I'm like, all right, dude. I yeah, because you saw it on CNN, I guess. I mean, I read some shady ass websites and saw some pictures, but they did pay a huge fine. I mean, I don't know, like you know. So it it, it it's just it's crazy how this is taken away two years from everybody on this planet, yeah, and right travel. now it's taking away even more from people in Shanghai, which is just an insane oh, thing to dude, be doing. That's sad. But this. This is really weird because, not to get too far off into things, but... Let's go for it. It's weird because they're locking everybody down because they want a zero COVID tolerance. They want zero COVID. What I'm starting to think is, is that they're watching Russia invade Ukraine. So they don't want protests in Shanghai if they attack Taiwan. Yeah, it probably has something to do with So, that. I think they're getting their people in place. Hong Kong, too. To do something else. Oh, definitely. This is, this is not just a COVID thing, because I don't think that COVID's as bad as we China, thought it was. China operates in a way that I don't think any... It, it, I'm, I mean, I'm going to sound stupid probably when I say this, but 
they operate how they operate, and it's mm. kind of unique on the world stage pretty much for the entire history. Like, we don't know what they're doing. Like, no. they, they are so... But they know what they're doing yes. because they have these plans, and they're very quiet about stuff. Yes, they are. So it could it could mean one of many things. But you know what their interests are. You know where their bottom line right. is. You can make some, you know, edge, slightly educated guesses about what they're after. And they've been after the same thing since the '80s. So mm. like you know, they're gonna get it somehow. Yeah, I don't I they're, don't know the, what the new lockdown is, but that well, that's the thing. They're very patient. Mm. They're very very patient. Exactly. They have no problem waiting this thing out. 20 years. They yeah. Like t- 20-year time frames. Like, that's, uh, you know, that's, I mean, I'm not going to say it's a, it's good, but that's one thing their government system can do over us. Yes. Which is they can actually make a 20-year plan and implement it. We have to do the every four years fight about it and change. If we can't do it in four years, we have to drop it. I mean, I love our system, and I don't want to change it, but that is especially when it's like a nuclear power with yeah. like the largest standing army on the face of the planet. You know, if we cross them in some way, it's not going to be good. No. So like, you know, those two systems are incongruent in some way. It right. It doesn't allow you to, we can't pivot like them. No, no. So, but I don't think that like, I'm not saying that like they're getting ready to, you know, cause issues with us because even though they, they, uh, they don't want us to fail. Where they the don't want market? they don't want America to fail, but they want America to default. And if they lock down Shanghai and we're not getting shipments from them, well, that causes a way to default. I think what would be awesome, though, honestly, if that did happen, right, and we stopped getting a lot of the shit we get from China, that would bring back all those jobs that used to be here when we were kids. That is true. Amer- Made in America used to be a symbol that people would hold up and go, it's quality. Yes. Now that symbol is made in Germany or made in Japan or made in Sweden. Like, I mean, that's the consumer report people saying that right. kind of shit. And it's like, that's true. They make quality stuff. China's like way down here. They don't make, like, it's not quality. It's quantity. You know? Yes. I think bringing some of those jobs back might be awesome. I think them saying, hey, you can't have your little, like, rubber widgets anymore. And we open a rubber widget factory in Des Moines or something and help a ton of people. I, I'm, I'm not against that. I'm just upset because... Three days, I think they locked down three days after I ordered my computer. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And it really makes me angry. Just want that computer, bro. I just want that computer. We can go back. Get it with a chip shortage. Uh, Samsung actually just opened a plant in, I think it's Austin or somewhere in Texas. So we're actually going to be making chips here. Oh, good. Well, we need to be doing that. We haven't been making our own chips like literally since like 1987 or whenever it is. Well, they, they were they were dumping a, a, a computer cafe. 97. Oh, really? Yeah. So it was, it was a full computer i nine. Oh. I I looked up the graphics card. The graphics card alone was five hundred dollars. That's a decent deal. I mean, the graphics cards have been going. Like, yeah. Well, the, the computer was uh, like a hundred bucks, <laughs> and I was like sold. <laughs> and then like three days later, they're like, we're locked down. And I was like, oh no. And I looked at it, and it's like in Shanghai. And I was like, oh shit. And then, like, PayPal's like, you got until September. And I was like, I don't know if they'll actually be doing anything in September. No, you'll, so, you'll get it. They'll but open up. a lot of people think that the, the lockdown is to do to keep the people in line, to keep them from protesting, uh, and possibly to screw up uh, stuff coming into the U.S., and which would uh, cause us 
uh, to eventually default on things. I mean, I'd like to take the stance that maybe they just really are looking out for their people, even though it's like the most draconic way possible. Like uh, yeah. maybe they are actually worried about losing. Well, they did say that they have a lo- a bigger majority of people in their 80s and a lot of their yep. people are unvaccinated and, right now. And not only that, but in Shanghai, that is actually one of their, um, we'll call it like a business center. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of their financial stuff goes on. Isn't that where their uh, stock exchanges and all that? I, I, I do could, believe so. I could be wrong about that, but I'm, I think so. So like they, they don't want... They want that shit to be over quick so they can get back to business. Right. You know what I mean? Because they're, we owe them, I don't well, even Well, that's remember, the thing. If know? they don't open up and get back to business, well, we're the ones that are going to suffer the most from it because we can't do, and then you default and now we owe and it's all these. Well, we already owe. We already owe, but yeah. if we default, we owe more. Yeah, true. It goes deeper. So they get more of a hold on us. And I think it's all kind of tied together. It, yeah. I think it's it, it's not just zero COVID. We care about our people. There's something deeper in there. What it, it is, it's I'm not much sure. As I wish it was just that. Like, I really wish, truthfully, that it was just like, they were like, look, we love our people. We're going to save them. But then you, like, look at what they do with, like, the Uyghurs and all that stuff. Yeah. You're like, wait, wait a minute. You guys, these are all just, dis- you know, just... Dis- uh, dispensable, I almost said. It, well, uh, yeah, you can that, say they're that's, dispensable. That's, that's the wrong word. Uh, uh, is it? No, yeah, I'm looking for, uh, what's the one? Disposable. Oh, okay, disposable. Yeah, disposable. Right, I meant right, to say right, disposable. Right. That's they're like, bad. you know, they're, they have a surplus, and, you know, they have that problem with the imbalance of the, uh, you know, boys to girls thing yeah. because of their one-child policy for so long and stuff like that. I mean, I'm, again, I'm a moron. So, like... No, 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 and that's most, fine. Most of this stuff is just, like, what I've picked up, and I've also worked with people from China for, like, over 21 years, so I get mm. some of their opinions on stuff, too, and, like, you know, I mean, they're not, obviously, scholars either, but, you know, they have people there that, you know, talk... So, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I, I really I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's just one explanation. I think it's oh, many, no, I think it's many in place simultaneously. Oh, of course. Yeah. I never think it's one thing with them. Yeah. It's the same with Russia and all this other stuff. It's like there's never one objective. You've got something planned and we're going to eventually figure the, it, find out on the global scale like that. And, you know, and China's had that soft imperialism thing going on now for the last like 15 years where they literally just go into places and buy all the real estate like they have tendrils everywhere they have like designs on being an empire an economic empire they've always wanted to be number one you know yes and like all those projections from we were kids like at 2025 they were supposed to be the largest economy on the face of the earth and all that stuff they they want that stuff yeah like they they like that and they're willing to wait for it and yeah and they'll do what they can to do it and so maybe i honestly always think it comes down to money with china personally yeah like i really do just knowing what i know of how but it's like when if it all comes down to money Locking those 37, 27 million people up is not creating yeah. any money. Yeah, exactly. That's I, that's that's causing less money. It's Did you see the guy fishing? Yeah, from the, the two, like so 20 stories up. I thought that was so cool. I was like, wow, look at that. He took a drone, he put a rope in a fucking hook, and he caught a fish out of the pond. And I was talking to somebody about this over the weekend at, at, at work, and the guy's like, no, man, that's so sad. Yeah. And I go... What do you mean? That was so cool. He's like, no, the actual idea of it is cool. But think about that. There was 20 fish in that pond. 
He can only do that 20 more times, well, and then he's out of food did, again. Did you see how f- close he was to the actual, like, ocean? Yeah. If he could cast that thing out another, like, you know, 500 yards, he'd be in the ocean, and he wouldn't have to eat super expensive koi fish that don't even really taste good. Right, but the, the guy's <laughs> point was, is there's only 20 fish there. Mm-hmm. Once those 20 fish are gone, because somebody else saw him do that, so they're going to do it. And they're so all gone. Now they're all gone. Well, now you have no food. So where is that person... You know, how many floors up, stuck in his apartment, and this is his only way of eating. And I went, oh, I didn't see it that way. And he goes, no, none of us are looking at it like that. We're like, oh, look, it, it's a drone catching a fish. That's cool. And it's like, no, that's horrible. I mean, it's definitely it's definitely ingenuity. Yeah. For it's, sure. Yeah, ingenuity. Which is respectable. Due to the, circum- the circumstance itself is not respectable. No. It's, and it's, then they got the, the robot dog out on the street. Oh, I didn't see that one. Oh, yeah, there's a robot dog out on the street telling you, you know, uh, to stay back in your house. Oh, they had drones flying I around. Drones. Close your windows. Stop singing. Yeah. yeah. Could you imagine if that was happening today? I don't here. I don't think that could ever happen. No, no, here. no. Just because there's too unless unless something happened where all these people died. There's too many people that hold liberty highly. So we just wouldn't. I don't think they could get away with it in that style. But think of all the younger generation right now that are so happy to stop people from talking, to limit speech, to call people out on something they did 15 years ago and get them fired from their job today. All of those people look at this and they go, look at what they're doing. That's great. But could you imagine if that was to actually happen? I bet you every single one of those people that were like, this is the way it should be. Limit speech. Comics can't say what they need to. You know what I mean? Just everything. And then all of a sudden we get this. They're not going to be happy with that yeah. either. It's, it's the absolute antithesis to what this country was founded on being. Like, yeah. yeah it's, it's, I think it's a major failure of the actual like regular education system. Critical, yeah. They stopped teaching civics. They stopped teaching critical thinking. And they started just teaching for tests well, because they wanted federal <laughs> dollars for their school systems. That's like, yes. I mean, I'm, I'm again, moron, but that's my insight on it. And like, I've heard other really smart people. I'm basically paraphrasing yes. them. Like econ- economists and like, you know, various other like writers and pundits have said the exact same thing. They're like, you know, dude, no critical thinking, no civics. You get a bunch of idiots who are on Instagram all day. Like, right. It's it's individualism is dying. Yes. And that's a, that's a sad thing because we are the we were based on being individualistic. You know, that's that's like kind of. Right. And I, I, I love being an individual, but it, it takes time to get to be an individual. And even when you are an individual, you sometimes don't even know yourself because if it wasn't for me getting alcohol out of my life, I didn't know who I was. Mm. Today, I have a much better grasp of who I am yeah. and I'm understanding who this person is. And you know that you're still growing and learning. Yes. Every day, and it's going to change even more. Mm-hmm. But what I'm understanding is, is that the younger generation is very closed minded. Mm. They want things to be handed to them. They don't want to work for it. They mm. want it to be easy when they get the job. They want to be the one it's the manager right away. Yeah. All these things that they want. But it, at the end of the day, when you look at China, do you really want that? No. And then <laughs> to bring it back to them. Drink that, right? Yeah. Go right ahead. Open Sweet. it up. Thanks buddy. Um, but again, these are the same People that work with my wife, right? Mm. She runs uh, a whole bunch of uh, younger generation kids coming into Walmart today, uh, being lazy, doing what they do. 
and 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 these are the things that have that have have come up. So women. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say uh, it's it's it, uh, delayed like gratification. Yes, is very anti our culture these days. Yes, we want instant like, gratification. Instant, and and the phones. I honestly think it has something to do with two thousand and nine and yes. the iPhone becoming ubiquitous. Yes, because when I was a kid. Everything was delayed gratification. Yes. Literally everything. Like, everything you did, you'd get paid off later. There were very few things that you could do and immediately get paid off for. Right. Like, it was like, you know, arcade games was, like, the only one. Like, you know, now people have just grown up with the idea of, oh, I want what I want when I want it now. Fuck whoever I have to step over to get it. Yes. And I I don't know. I I mean, it's a way to live, but it's not my favorite way to live. No, it's not my favorite way to live either. I like disconnecting from my phone and just doing things without it because sometimes I'm like, I just need to get away from this thing. But what I was getting at is, is the younger generation that wants all the things that are going on in Shanghai. They want to limit everything. They're also the ones that don't even know what a woman's period is. So like, not like, you know, my wife was talking to this person and she's having her time. Right. Yeah. And she, she mentioned, Oh, you know, crampy. And the kid looked at her and said, well, when you laugh, when you cough or sneeze, doesn't it all come out? So, so what I'm getting at is, is they want all these things. They want people to get called out and canceled and they want comics to limit their speech and they want limited speech and they want but they don't even know how a biology yeah, they're, works. They're lacking. They that's something that does bother me. The, that uh, bothers me a ton. It's like you don't even have like basic you don't have the fundamentals of the topic you're about to talk about, but you're like demanding some things that are this finite goal that actually limit li- like liberty and like uh, you know freedom of people, you don't even know what you're asking for. Nope, you have no clue. Why do you think? Like, why do you think we've had a series of wars? Yes, like, over time, like these things were fought over and two hundred and fifty whatever years of like bloodshed and people dying of you know. For liberty and to be like sovereign, why can't we just teach people this stuff? I, I mean, it, it, I don't know, man. The state That's, schooling is where where the problem. It really, it really is. It really all goes just back to what I th- they're. I being think taught, you're correct. I you think know? the fact that so much stuff has been ripped away from public schools for being inappropriate or this or that. I mean, remember the books we used to read? You can't get any of those books Catcher in school. Is an example. Yeah. yeah, you can't. A lot of those books got banned and this got banned. But you're asking for something that you have no idea what it's going to be like when it actually gets implemented. But yet you don't know the simple biology of a woman and a man. Yeah, it definitely, like, it definitely what, 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 discredits. Like you need to position. know all of this. You need to know that when a woman gets her period, when she coughs or sneezes, it doesn't just fall out, guys yeah. and girls. That's, it doesn't just, these things don't happen. You should under have a very good understanding of at least the basic shit. It's in the, our life. There's a lot of, uh, it reminds me of like, um, remember back in the day, like there would be the categorization of like, um, you're either like schooled by a book or you're schooled by life. Mm-hmm. Right. 
And a, lo- a lot of the times, like I actually have a friend where this happens quite a bit. Like he is a philosophy major and like he's very much cerebral. I read it in a book, therefore it's true. And I'm very much the, well, I lived it and it's a little different than that, bro. Yes. There's many more shades of gray than your like binary approach to this. And I, I think um, just the lack of um, like critical thinking and not giving accurate facts to people is is really just kind of degraded everything kind of it, it i i it think really so is. it really has i really think so I lost and i think there well bit, it, but. but i'm understanding where you're where you're coming yeah. from because i feel like the things being ripped away from schools things that they feel like they can't talk about with all this new stuff going on and i'm i i, I, I identify as a dragon i identify as this i and we got all this stuff going on and my thing about all of that is is yeah do do that when you're 18 when you're in public school, it's, it's, it's public school, all right? So you go in there, you're Tim or Tom or Jan or Jane, and that's what you are because that's all the public school system can handle. It can't handle you being a cat or a dragon or any of these other things. That, that's, that's for out of school, not in school. I mean, just, okay, if you want to be that. Like I, so, so this, this is a really contentious thing I'm about to say, but I, I was brought up with treat everybody like a human. Yes. Just do do unto others, and you know what, people be just be nice. Yes. To people, and you can do whatever you want as long as it doesn't inter- interfere with my life. I don't care. But now people are so hung up on identity, it, right. it's actually inverted itself. Into, it's weird. It really is strange because it goes against all the things that I was taught when I was a kid, and those things were supposed to be super progressive then. And now it's like, wait, now I'm wrong? Yes. I don't understand. I thought just being nice to other people was the way to go. No, no, I have to be nice to your identity before I'm nice to you as an individual. Like, I don't even understand. Like, wh- they don't, I don't even understand what they're asking of me. No, the but they, they're expecting teachers to do these things. And it's like, okay, I get it. I understand you. But you're in a public school. Yeah. You, you can't be asking of these things from our government. At the very least, there should be some level of like, hey, that's your personal life. Yes. And you can do whatever you want. But when you're in these walls and you're doing the work here, please just, you know, we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about, you know, uh, in 1492. Right. You know, Columbus. We're going to teach you blue, our history, you know, like no that, matter how you know? dark it is and how wrong it we think it is or was. And it was. It was dark. It's, it's, we slaughtered I people. Mean, Everything. Human history is messy. It's very messy. It's very violent. And a lot of yeah. people have died over the last thousand years, oh, if not more. So people are going to continue dying. We see that today in Ukraine. But holding them up to today's standard is, is ridiculous. Is, 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 that's, that's a waste of your mental energy. But this is why I also think that they don't know human biology because these teachers are so afraid to say you're a man and you're a woman and we got to teach you sex ed like they used to do to us. Mm. The guys all went into one room <laughs> and, and it didn't matter how you thought of yourself. You went into the guy's room because you were you were a guy. Facts. You were that yeah. my thing says I am a male. That's what my doctor thing says. So I had to go sit in the boys' room and fucking learn about dicks and balls. <laughs> where where I had friends, they're women. Yep. So now they have to go learn the women's anatomy. If you don't learn what you are, then how are you gonna know anything else? I understand you want to identify as something, or maybe you feel a specific way. That's not wrong. I think I'm going to give the kids a little bit of an out here. Okay. Just because 
some of it, and you know, again, moron, but some <laughs> some of it, some of it for sure, is not actually them. It's a it's their parents. Mm. It's their parents using their children almost like an accessory on some level. Now, statistically speaking, right, oh. being, being of one of, of of the trans community is hyper rare in nature. It is hyper rare, but it exists. It's real. It's a thing. Just like being a guy or a girl. Sure. When there are clusters mm. of them where 13 people suddenly decide, no, no, no. There's something else going on. I forget her name, uh, but she was on Rogan like a while back. And this was her whole, like, her book was all written about this. Thing. Oh, yes. Yeah, what was her I name? don't remember it, her name. Really good show, though. If I think of it, I'll put it somewhere. Yes. But, yes, yes I so know she, what you're talking she, about. She, was, she, she was got a lot of hate for her book. Yes, but, you know, I mean, those are actually, like, statistics unfortunately, is math. And one thing about our reality is math is actually the entire thing. Numbers never lie. It, exactly. Never. And it's like, you know, I can understand if one individual out of a thousand feels that way and, you know, they need to do what they need to do to feel like themselves. Totally cool, man. But when it's a cluster of people, I think it's more an echo of the politics from the socioeconomical class that they're mm-hmm. coming from. So, like, a lot of... um you know, moms are like, I, I call them like wine moms. I, you know, they, 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 my child's four and they're trans. Like, dude, they're not even sexually mature yet. What are you talking about? It doesn't even work this way. Okay. You so don't you even... think that some of this could be brought on by the parents saying my, my, my boy is playing with dolls. So, so he's, it's he, like, dude, he must identify as a girl. And now, and now I get a bunch of social credit, like credit. It's a byproduct of fucking social media. What Ooh, it really comes down very to, good. people want to have this online persona that I am checking all the boxes. I am virtuous. And this is what is in the zeitgeist right now, which is blah, 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 this and that. I'm this and that. It's like, dude, you, your, your child hasn't even hit puberty yet. How about you just let them live and stop trying to hit people with labels? Because labels... Yes. are most of the time fucking only pertinent to that moment in time and don't well, apply forever because people constantly change and that's life. And like, what I feel, shut up. I, I, <laughs> when you say that, though, it makes me think back to what I was always told and we're not supposed to label people. Exactly. That exactly. was what we were always I know. taught. I know. We were always taught, do not label people. Do not judge a book by its cover um, and always just listen. Their actions. See their actions. What's their actions? What's their intent? Do yeah. they and, sticks and, and stones, right? Remember, well, sticks and stones break my bones. Words can never fucking hurt me, dude. Well, we live in a world where like words totally hurt me, and I'm afraid of sticks, and I'm never gonna touch a stone. Like, yeah, you know, it's, it's really interesting. It's completely to me. inverted. It's flopped. Yeah, twenty years. It's in, and I really think it has something to do with social media. Like the like, I don't think this shit would ever play. Like mm. without, I, I wish I could just see a the timeline where it broke off, and we could just see what the world looked like without social media. Yes. Like, that would be really interesting. Well, if you think about it, though, it's like uh, a lot of the people today believe that Twitter is the all. Where Twitter is like one percent of people, but it just—it's the loudest. Why do they give? They just give it so much power, and it's not the way the majority of people think today. It's the closest thing. 
that people without a community can get to feeling in a community. And we're like a tribal entity. Like we yeah, are, we are know, very tribal. We, we, yeah, it's our thing. It's how we evolved. Like, yes. You know what I mean? Like the Dunbar number, 150 people. That's what we got. Well, we don't have civic spaces anymore. Like we don't have, people don't go to the public library. People don't really, yeah. like. That's lost, yeah. Even if they do go to the park, they're still in their like, you know, little tiny like units. They're not cross-pollinating the way the idealism that was taught to me as a child was like everybody's looking for their tribe whether they want to admit it or not they find their tribe on twitter and they find out that if i'm loud and i hold up these virtues i will get social brownie points and that makes them feel good or something like that you know Uh, that makes so much more sense to me which is why somebody has to introduce themselves what they are what their sex is before they even tell you your name or say hello yeah which is strange i mean it's definitely different now don't get me wrong i support everybody i want everybody to do whatever the fuck you want to do in this world as long as you don't interfere with me and tell me that's what i have to do or this is what I have to say. That's where I draw the line. Yeah. Like, just be you. Go ahead, man. It doesn't fucking matter to me at all. Have fun. Go nuts. But the minute you say I have to do this because of some dumb that's, thing that I don't agree with that you said, like, fuck you, man. And that's where I pull back to. Yeah, I'm like, I'm no, like no, 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 I'm not, not doing that. Like, no, 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 no. Have no. fun, dude. If we're going to have a conversation, just tell me your name and let's have that conversation. Yeah, and if those topics come up, yeah. cool. Exactly. But if you're going mean, to force me to do anything, I hate it. Like, I'm very, like, I grew up being a very <laughs> anti, like, oh, you want me to do that? You mm-hmm. said, teacher, I'm doing this now. Yep. Oh, you want me to do that, parent? I'm fucking doing it this way. Fuck you. Like, your idea sucks. Like, 100%. just co- complete contrarian, like, like you know, that old punk attitude. Like, fuck you, fuck authority. Like, yes. watch it burn. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I'm very much like that, and it's now translated into my adult politics, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's like, dude, I want everybody to be happy and have a great life. Go do your thing. I wish we could all be happy. Go do your, <laughs> go do your thing, man. Go. It would go. be so nice, wouldn't it? Hey, uh, well, I'm going to take a break real right, quick. Yeah, sounds good, bro. All right. Slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. You're not sure how to spell that? It's right here at the bottom of the screen. Or you can click the link in the description below the video. I absolutely love this website. They've got so much to offer. It's so amazing. Look at this shirt that I'm wearing right now. This frog. It is so comfortable. It almost feels like I'm wearing nothing. That's how fantastic and high quality these products are. And you know what? They're at a great price. They're so affordable and they have so much to choose from. Whether you want a jacket or some skateboards, look at this new Space Monkey skate deck. What? The Slow Down Pirate? Huh? Pirate and Parrot? Dude, these are so dope. The non the not so subtle skull cap. I mean, just really really nice new shit right here. Cool zombie tee. You got the year foe, the tiger. Oh, yeah, brand new designs. Look at this. The what the fuck snapback. This is awesome. Look at these hats. Minty goodness uh, snapback. The bean town. Oh, they went crazy with the hats for the summer, for the spring and summer. These are awesome. Camo flex fit, black and red granny hat, full granny, black bill turk. Oh, my God. Torque? Is that pronounced Torque Granny? Um, And a white navy and gray trucker hat. So they have added so many new products. 
to the website already to get you ready for spring. So right now, go to slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com and and get some of these amazing high quality products at a at a great price. And you can only do it here at slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. You're not sure how to spell it. It's right here at the bottom of the screen, or you can click the link in the description below the video. New Hampshire Vape Gallery is located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Ring, where we're open seven days a week from 1030 to 8 p.m. You can always give us a call, 603-814-4171. And I don't know what else to tell you. This vape shop is all you need because we have everything that you're looking for. We've got all your disposables. We've got... All the flavors. That's right. We here in New Hampshire can still sell flavored juice, and we've got the best selection at New Hampshire Vape Gallery. We've also got brand new products like 3Chi. That's right. 3Chi is amazing. It's Delta 8 mixed with THCO or THCP. I got HHC. I've got straight up Delta 8. We've got Delta 10. It is just like what we thought CBD was going to be, but even better. That's right, and it's all in stock. we got cartridges, disposables. uh, I've even got sauces. That's right, we've got sauces and dabbables. It's amazing. What a phenomenal product, and 3Chi is uh, the newest addition to the New Hampshire Vape Gallery uh, inventory. We've also got these amazing G-Pribs. I mean, these things are great. The G-Priv, or you can get the free, free Max, the Free Max Mavros. I absolutely love this device. Look at this. They got the original tank that comes with it, and the replacement tank, look at that. It's glass. It is one of the first pod systems I've ever seen with a glass replacement tank, and I absolutely love Love it. I love the vapor production. I love the 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 way it feels. It's almost like a small 18650 box mod. Absolutely incredible. It pumps a cloud. I will tell you that. And you're only going to be able to get this stuff here at New Hampshire Vape Gallery, located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot, next to Smoke Rings, and we're open seven days a week from 10.30 to 8 p.m., and feel free to give us a call, 603-814-4171, and as always, I look forward to seeing you there. NaturalBossNH.com, that's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. I absolutely love this website. They've got some of the best organic products I have ever used, and I do mean ever. Their foot and body soak is absolutely amazing. Their beard oil is just a great product. Uh, They got the lip balm, the body balm for bringing moisture back into the skin. They got the salve to repair damaged skin. All of these organic products are made locally here in New Hampshire, and it just makes it that much better because I feel like a small business pushes out a better product. Um, And, of course, they still have some Feeling Rosy uh, body soak available 
for five bucks while supplies last, and you can get them all here at naturalbossnh.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. Buy one or all five of these products today. Probably the best thing we ever did was get those damn so dogs. You, you throw a clap in or whatever for your edit, or are you just going to leave that in? No, no, no. I, I come back and, uh, whoo, I feel much better. Oh. And now we're in it. Oh, all right, cool. Yeah, that, that whole part will be uh, commercialized. Oh, yeah, sweet. Commercials. You don't Commercial. hear about, I was talking about baking to the void. <laughs> to the void baking? Yeah, we were talking That's... about baking. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> we, were, we were having a political debate there. I was like, the first thing I don't want to talk about when we get here is for, for politics. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. before you know it, it's like, all right, well. Whatever. Well, it's, it came not, up. it's not even about talking about politics. Like, yeah, I feel right. like everything today bleeds into politics because everything today has been politicized. That's very true. And that's the problem because we don't want everything today to be politicized. There's not, it's not a right or a left thing. It's just a thing. It's a human, it's a it, human thing. It's, it's, and it's trying like to, trying to, trying to polarize everything into a binary is very, it's a disservice to everybody involved because literally life is nothing but shades of gray. Like, there are very right. few things, except for maybe the light switch, that are binary. You know what I mean? Like, really. I mean, especially when you're talking about humans and human emotions. Humans are fucking messy, man. Yeah. Like everything about the way we think to the way we behave is like, and you're never the same person this day as I am going to be tomorrow. It always is in flux. And to try to reduce it down and be reductive about really complex topics to have, like, is, talking points on the on literally social media I, it's a disservice. It makes everybody dumber. You well, know? that's that. That's the whole thing, though. It's all politicized. So there's no way to escape it anymore. Masks yeah. were politicized. Vaccines yeah. were politicized. They still are. It's just this thing. But now we know about the mask. Now we know. I'm going to push back on the mask a little bit. Ooh. The cloth surgical masks do nothing. Right. Okay. Remember that game we used to play when we were kids? You'd have, like, the square and the peg and, like, the star, and you'd push them yes. through the hole? Okay. Well, there are certain masks that can block things up to a certain size. Correct. And you know what? If you're wearing a KN95 mask and it fits your, your face, nothing's really going to get out of there as long as it's fitted properly. And if you have it on, things are going to hit the front of it. They may come in the sides, true. But, I mean, it is still better than having nothing. If you're wearing a shirt or one of those surgical masks, or literally any, basically anything that does not say KN90. You could go get a, a respirator that you'd use to spray your car down with, like if you're doing painting. Dude, that is going to protect you against things of a certain But that's size. also the key word right there. It's only protecting you. Yeah, exactly. So, so I'm not pushing back. I actually agree with you because the way I feel about masks is the same way I've felt about them since day one. I don't think they're doing anything. They're not doing what they told us that they were doing, which is if I put it on, I'm protecting you. They're definitely lying with the surgical masks. But if you're talking about a certain class of PPE, they are doing both. Because if they didn't, the people who use them in the field where they're supposed to use them right. would die. But you have to be clean shaven yeah, no with a health. KN95 na mask. Or better. Or better, mm -hmm. and those have an electric charge, which actually kills things when it comes into it. So, yes, those do great. Clean-shaven, N95, and it only protects you. Yeah, the breathing out, I mean, a little it's bit. It's not protecting anybody else. That's the thing, because when you even when you breathe out on a KN, 
It has a chance of sides. opening up on the sides and allowing shit out. But it does prevent the droplets, and they were that was a very big thing. In the but beginning. the droplets aren't the thing exactly, now. Exactly. Well, it's it's always changing. That's the thing, though. There is it can't be reduced down to one vector. It's many, many. It's it, it this like we were just talking about many shades of gray. Right. Like each mask has like a, a pr- protection rating. If you're wearing a surgical mask, well, guess what? You're at like a negative three. Yeah, but if you go strap on one of those respirators like I'm about to go sand your fucking floor, well, dude, I'm protected, you're protected, everybody's protected. Right. Because it's, it's got these two huge filters on the sides that only lets a certain micron size through. So right. it's like they could have said, hey, go go to Home Depot and get a bunch of these uh, respirators and everybody would be fine. And then I'd agree with what they said. My whole thing is when they do the ubiquitous, they all protect you. No, 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 no. There's no. many levels to this and you're lying to us. No, we, we know for a fact that cloth masks do nothing. We know that yep. the, for a fact the surgical masks do That's nothing. Garbage. But the reason doctors wear them is so that they don't get spit in an open wound. Exactly. It's not to protect you from... Any type of a breathing virus yep. is to protect your open wound from getting infected mm-hmm. from their spit. And not only that, but like that cloth mask, specifically the surgical mask, I think is like a, I might be ripping off Bill Maher here. I don't know, but I had the same thought. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a virtue signaling like device. That's mm-hmm. all it is. Yes. It's like you're wearing this to say I'm compliant. I'm a good. Well, that's the whatever. thing that irritate, irritates me the most is that when you say you just have to do something. Well, no, we don't always have to. Let's do what's right. Let's not just do something. Based on the circumstance of right. the thing in front of you. Would be and it's like, okay, yeah. so now I understand. But then, you know, I took in the small fact of you have to be clean shaven in order for that mask to work. You need the seal. So I grew up my facial hair. And now no mask works on me. Yeah, same. None. I'm in the same spot. I don't care. I've had it twice. I've had two vaxes. If I get it again, it's meant to be. It's just meant to be. It's meant to be at this point. Like, I've and done, I believe. And with, I was diligent about the mask thing because my girl had a heart transplant. So I would wear that thing fucking every day because I did not want to get her sick. And then it, when she stopped wearing it, I was like, oh, why am I still doing this? Why am I still doing this? <laughs> this, is right. re- this is really dumb. Like, uh, even though I had this, the mask I had, I bought this thing from, uh, it's called Vogue Mask. They're, okay. They're specifically designed for lung transplant patients. Wow. Because lung transplant, they have like three layers. They have this coconut screen inside. They're KN95 and a little better. Like, Jesus. depending on which one you buy, they're really nice. And they have cloth on the outside and then the coconut layer. And then the inside, they have another like static layer or whatever. Wow. So I was wearing that thing like for two years. And like, you know what? I honestly think that. Not seeing people smile, yes, really had a major effect on my mental health, man. That was one of the things that I I think really it really did for everybody. I think. Well, if you think it had no, an effect on you, what do you think it did to these kids growing? Exactly, up? no oxytocin. Like that's like the like we're having oxytocin by doing this in the room right now. We're like that's our chemical to like bond and like all that good stuff, you know. Like, I mean, yeah, but you need to be able to see this yeah. in order for that to happen. And there's subtle cues about it, and like you're missing, like you know, you could shoot someone a glance. You couldn't do that anymore. No, like, you know, yeah, it definitely, it fucked up everything about our communication. Yeah, well, I I card people on a regular oh, yeah, basis, for sure. and literally, people I didn't even have to card anymore. I was carding because I can only see your eyes. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I have no idea how old you are. Yeah, well, luckily that shit's in the past. And most, yes, and I'm pretty sure for the just, most part they just didn't they just like last week say that you don't need them on planes anymore. Yes, they did take away it. The CDC's fighting everything. I hope the CDC loses. I don't think that they should have any run over what we do. So as far as I'm concerned. All the masks should go away because we're not wearing them to protect each other anymore. We're wearing them if we feel like we need to protect ourselves. Or we and I'm not against them. that. If you want to walk in in my store or you want to drive in your car by yourself or you want to run outside and you want to still wear a mask, go right the fuck ahead. I was super guilty of the driving in my car myself one, but really, I'm a, I'm a delivery guy. Okay, that's and fair. My, and my boss needed me to like wear it. So I was like, okay, fine. I'll do it because you asked me to. And Protocol. You know, I'm a good guy. And, but, like, it was just easier for me to leave it on because, like, dude, I have five stops in a row. I'm not going to take it off five fucking times. I just left the thing on. So okay. I was one of those people. But I had a really good explanation for it. Yes. You know, and I'm just lazy. I <laughs> see a lot of people just driving around by themselves. Not Lyft, not Uber, not yeah, delivering yeah. food. So those people I was always wary about. Now I just see a bunch of people wearing masks, and I just think, okay, they're still scared. Yeah, if they don't, and have that's the, fine. If they don't have the KN95 on. I kind of like roll my eyes, or they have like the face shield on. I'm like, dude, a little ridiculous. It, and the face I, shield I, doesn't do I shit. I always felt like the face shield on some level was like a protest thing. Yeah, like it's like, dude, are you making me wear something? All right, I'm gonna wear well, this thing that sucks. We uh-huh. still have plastic hanging yeah. up in our store. Yeah, yeah. And uh, about three or four weeks ago, I was listening to a couple doctors. And they were like, the plastic, it's got to go. And I was like, wait a minute. And I turned it up and I got into it because I'm like, what's with the plastic? And they're like, this isn't doing anything. If anything, it's making things worse because you're stopping the air from moving. Yes. So even though I have a giant like heater air conditioner thing behind my head by the register and it's always blowing air. So behind the plastic, the air is always moving. But out on the sales floor, it's stagnant. So I was like, oh, yesterday, and I put them all back up before I went home, but yesterday was the first day in almost two years I took all that fucking plastic down. It was the weirdest experience ever. People were like hanging over the count. I was like, whoa, oh, they're getting close. They're getting close. I actually liked the distance we had. Yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah, it was especially so, a retail so environment. I found the whole reprogramming very interesting. You know, yeah, sure. when we first started taking off the mask, it was weird to see people's faces, mm. but not as weird as it is for the younger generation who basically wore a mask from day one. Mm. You know, these young, young kids. It is really weird seeing, like, a 20-something, like, walking outside with a mask on. Oh, and they're for them. And it's like, dude, you're the person that it would... A, probably harm the least. Yes. And B, you're fucking outside. Yes. If you paid attention to any of the scientist guys, yes. like, dude, the UV and, like, all that really Being outside really is the best hard. place. It really makes it hard to, like... They've you know, had uh, a record of zero transmission outside. Yeah, some crazy shit. Yeah, it was, like, like one case, you, and it was a chance, and it was a couple other things. But I just think... I, I was just in a different world yesterday because I went, I took yeah, those plastics down. People were like, whoa, where? And, I was, and, and I'm looking out and I'm like, oh, do you need me to read off the flavors? And they're like, no, I can read them. And I went, oh, yeah, because the fucking plastic's not there. And, you know, at some point, I, I do think that um, from a business perspective and being like a business owner, it was a prudent choice to put that stuff in oh, place of course. because if you didn't, people wouldn't feel safe in your store right. and they wouldn't come in. And then before you know it, you're a casualty well, of the pandemic. Well, here's everything we kind of went through. Sense. And for the business, 
we were we were locked down. We were told we were uh, 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 non-essential. And then, so what we did was, is we got our tobacco license, uh, which made us essential. <laughs> Aha! So we, we became essential, right? Tobacco is essential. That's, that's just right. Uh, isn't that an oxymoron? I don't know, uh, but people are highly addicted to uh, it and they need it. So we, <laughs> we were like, how do we become essential? And they were like, you need to have your tobacco license. You need to do this. But then we also found out we needed our tobacco license because the FDA and the PMTAs were kicking in uh, and you were going to need a tobacco license in order to buy this shit anyways. Wow. So we were already three months ahead of that curve That's because we did not want to be closed ever again. I was like, dude, yeah. we're not doing this again. Yeah, yeah. I'll do this awesome. once. I'm not doing this again yeah. for these people. So, and then we have to sell out of a window. No one's allowed in the store for, God, 60 days. Wow. We're selling out of a window. Not bad. You know, uh, what, May and June? Not bad. Then we Which started. Which is ironic because it's the warmest weather. Yep. You guys should have just brought your thing outside and set up a table. Yeah, we couldn't do that. Yeah, we couldn't. Lying. There's no way I'm bringing juice outside, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so much juice. So much juice. So I would just serve through a window. Not too bad. I kind of liked not having anybody in the store for a little while. But after 30 days, you're like, can we fucking yeah. open the doors? So then we got the plastic. We chose to wear our masks. And then we opened our doors. And then we went through the whole thing. And now we're at the point where we're trying to. Uh, get rid of it all mm. because now all the science is proven that it's not doing what they it's thought not, it was. It's not as virulent as it once was. So it's just, it's crazy that we went through all of that, but we went through all the precautions to kind of ride the wave of where everything was going. And now we're at the point where, I mean, I'm at the point where I just, I don't even give a fuck anymore. I'm Same. like, I got, I got my shit. I still. It's been two years. I still haven't caught it, supposedly. Oh, luckily. According to nice. everything I've tested and taken and PCRs yeah. and shit, I haven't gotten it yet. That's lucky. I don't know why, but they're also starting to find out some people don't get it. Period. Really? There oh, is there is it. people that are not getting it at all. Oh, statistically, that's definitely so, 350 I'm not, million. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm one of those people. Well, you I'm could just, be. That could be like, I mean, I don't know what it breaks down to, but... Seriously, if it's like 15% of the entire population of the United States can't or didn't get it, well, that still probably falls within like acceptable. Like, it's like that's a lot of people. Man. It's a lot of people. The 15% of 350 million, dude, that's still like quite a bit. Yeah, still. I'm not going to try and put. Yeah, I'm not going to put a number on that because I don't know. One, but you don't do math but, on air, bro. But you know what I'm saying? Like we 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 went through all this, we did all these things, and we got it to a point where now we're all we're we're all starting to feel our way around this thing and whatever makes you comfortable is great. Whatever makes me feel comfortable is great. And whatever the science says is, is, is understandable now because we have so much before it was a shot in the dark. You didn't know what it was. Now we got two years worth of data. So we're way beyond this. So now I'm at the point where I was like, I was just like, you know what? I walked into the store yesterday. I vacuumed and I looked around and I went, took, Took them all down, and yeah. I just had an awesome day. Oh, that's great. It was great. I had to literally read off the flavors twice, mm. which normally I do it like 70 times a day. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. So Operate I don't. Like a real business again. Yeah, it was yeah. just, it was really nice, and I think that we all need to realize that this is the what we need to do. This is what we need to do, even if you just need to ease into it. Like, I had to put it all the plastic back up before I left last night yeah. because the owner still wants it there. Yeah. But then again, he just took off his mask a couple weeks ago. So it's everybody is on their own, like, timeline. Exactly. 
And that's fine. I'm game with that as long as when I come in, I just take the plastic down. Yeah. I mean, and you again, know, it's like, dude, we're training jujitsu. Yes. Well, that's my other thing. You know, it's like, dude, the minute I decided to start training jujitsu again, that's when the mask came off for me. And this is a perfect segue. Yes. Because, okay. like, I think because we roll so much, mm-hmm. right? And I've been doing, uh, even during lockdown, I was on the Zooms. I was doing the things. I was doing all the oh, tests cool. they gave us. I, ha- I passed in a stack of paperwork oh, to them. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, oh, every tests. Oh, every lesson was done online. You'd print out the paper, you do the lesson, and then you would pass it in when they allowed us back into school. Oh, wow. They had a whole curriculum. Oh, dude, I didn't. I, what, my, uh, my contract came up, like, uh, a year into the pandemic. Well, actually, like, eight months after we got locked down. It was like it was up. So mm-hmm. I was just like, eh, I'm not doing jujitsu now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I got so fat, dude. <laughs> oh, man. I got, dude, I got up to like 250 again. Well, I, I mean, used to, and I used to be a wicked fat kid, like when I was little. So I was over 300 pounds. Holy times shit. That. Yeah. My biggest, I was at like 330. But the, is that just from being locked up, that, not doing anything, it, kind yeah. of following protocol, also being scared of your girl's heart? It was more like, so many people died in being depressed. I mean, and I had a real problem. Jesus. I was using dabs way too much. Like, okay. Uh, like, really bad. Like, dude, I basically turned into a weed crackhead. Oh. Terrible. Like, dude, I love dabs, so. Dude, I, I mean, I, I love them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not good for me right now. No, that's fine. This is the actually the fr- I, I just celebrated seven weeks fully sober. Like last fully Friday. sober, 100%. Yeah. Oh, caffeine, if you count. I don't count yeah, that. A- it a- is people. a drug, yes, a- but a- I'm not counting it. caffeine, and they say they're sober. So. Yes. Yeah, no weed. And I don't really drink anyway because I like I used to like mm-hmm. a long time ago, and I did have a problem. And like I hate the fact that I drink and then like lose a day afterwards yes. being like hungover. That's my le- – I hate that feeling. Well, that's being – Close to 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that is. Yeah, it's, because, it doesn't yeah. work for me. It does no. not work for me. I cannot do that. So, but yeah, it's sober now, and uh, I got, I was just eating everything. Eating everything. I was coping with, like, weed and food. Like, okay. I would just eat, every, dude, I'd get, like, we'd get two pizzas, and i eat, like, a whole one myself, shit like that. You know, just bad, because like, I just reverted into, like, some really bad patterns, and it was directly related to the fact that I wasn't training. Oh, training is so important to like me being me that like I, I didn't I didn't have that realization yes. until after it was gone. You know, that stupid cliche like we were talking about earlier. Cliche is everything. Right. But you don't yeah. know what you have till you don't have it anymore, right. man. And like I didn't have it anymore. And everything went off the rails. Mental health, physical health, like just overall joy in life was gone. Like, yes. That after class high. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's you know the exactly, best. You just lit right up. You know exactly. It's the best. Dude, I love it. Like that endorphin rush and like I already did the hardest thing I need to do today. Yes. And the rest of my day is fucking easy. That's why I like training in the morning. Me too. Because like I get the longest possible window of that good feeling, you know? It's really important to me. Like, and if I don't do that shit, I'm fucked. Like straight up. Like I need, I need my Well, it's, 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 it's evident. You, you, yeah, you thanks. fall into a space and it becomes a comfort zone. Yeah. And then that comfort zone is what makes or breaks us. Yeah. I just feel like that comfort zone is almost like a danger zone. Yeah. And, and in a me, sense. And for me too, I've always been kind of like a rage case anyway. And like, I've been, you know, I've loved fighting since I've been little. Like I've always okay. liked boxing and shit, even though I'm like a fat kid punching the bag. I still love doing that stuff. Like in. The thing I love so much about jujitsu is we can do it at a hundred percent. Yes. If we went to Muay Thai class, dude, we can go like fifteen no. percent. Yes. Like max, like because we don't want to hurt our partners. Yeah, you don't want to break shins and knees. But it's really cool that we can push 
like, dude, we just had a rule the other day where we yeah. were, you, dude, we were pushing. It was yeah. great. Like, I, I love that you can, like, that aspect of it. It's yeah, well, I need that in my life yeah. as well. Like, if I don't have that, I know my structure falls apart because I've gone weeks with injuries, mm. not being able to go to jujitsu and all this stuff. And it really, I start to get angry again. I start to lose a little bit of that control. The weights help a little bit, but they don't it's help the same thing. like jujitsu does. Yeah. I do not max out on weights like I do in class. Yeah, Running kind of gets me there. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, that helped. A little bit. And, like, doing rounds on the bag. But, like, I find that's more, like, I don't know. I get, like, angry at the bag. It's not the same, like, joy. No. When when I'm training jujitsu, I have, like, a a joy. It's, like, joyful. It's, like, playing. It's, like, playing a game. It's, like, fun. Like, when I'm hitting the bag, I'm, like, Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, like, a totally different... Like mindset. That's how I am with the weights. I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 I'm gonna yeah, do yeah. this. I'm gonna push it until I, I collapse. Hate weights. I yeah, hate this. yeah, yes. yeah. It's totally different. But when I walk into class, I'm like, I can't wait to roll. Yeah, it's like joy. Like I can't wait. I like, I like joyful things, man. Finding joy yes. is like, dude, that's my new tip. Like I want to find joy, things that make me feel joyful, and I want to do those things. Like, but that, but that's what I was, I was getting at is that the simple fact that we had jujitsu, we got locked down. We didn't have jujitsu and I was just looking for every way to get jujitsu. And so I followed all their curriculums and then they let us back into school, but we had to do the dummies and they had the, they had the tape on the mats. So there was only so many slots per class and you had to sign up for class. And then when you got to sign up, you got to go and you had to be there. There was uh, like, I, I know there was a few people that like signed up and didn't show up and boy, oh boy, did that really piss off all the professors. Oh, did it really? Oh yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a little bit of a thing, but didn't know that. Yeah. 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 So we would show up, we'd have to work with dummies. And then eventually we went from dummies to rolling again. And then eventually we went back to like, we weren't even doing full exercises. We had to stand in one spot, do jumping jacks, sit-ups, Stuff oh, like that. See, that's not jujitsu. And, to and me. then, I, yeah. and then we got back into it. But my whole point of this entire story is, is that I roll every day. I roll three times a week. Beautiful. It's amazing, and I love it. But guess what? It's made me less afraid of this virus. It's yeah. made me less afraid of everything going on because I'm like, if I can go into class and get choked out by three different people in 15 minutes. Or maybe even tap them, but we are in close contact. We're grappling. Exactly. You're. I mean, You're. I've. I've rolled with face. you yeah. and had sweat drip in my mouth. Sorry. And that's. It's. That's fine. That's fine. I'm that's a sweaty guy. Yeah. That's the name of the I game, hide, though. I hide a towel in my gear. Yes, you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wipe, I have to wipe the whole forehead. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the I'm but, a towel hider. But, but that's the way it is. Yeah. But I mean, basically for me, it's like, dude, the minute can't be afraid of the minute I started training. I'm like, I'm done with the pandemic. Yeah, right. I'm done. I'm done. I did. I did my due diligence. I was more, more than precautious. I did it for so long. And guess what? I still got the shit twice. Yeah. At least once since I did all that crap, because before I didn't really know and we weren't doing the shit yet. So I don't want to complain. But it's like, but I don't know. Something about that environment just made me realize that, like, oh, it's not what. The media is making it as bad. much, and it's it's really not. As long as we're all paying attention, yeah, I think that was the the key thing because a lot more people were paying attention it is to fun- their health. It, it is funny though, since I've been back, I did get 
like a cold from somebody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, oh man, well, what, whatever, you know, like I was, but that's the week. way it's supposed to be. Exactly. Like we should be doing these things. We should be good for your immune system. On yes. Some level, even though it sucks to be sick, but it's like, well, you know, I got the antibodies now. So. But think about it. The less you stay away from people, the less that you go out, the, the less you, you get, the sicker you get. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's how our immune systems work. That's like, that's how it functions. It needs to have exposure to be able to like protect you. So if you don't expose it to anything, it's like, well, then what's the point of having it? And I believe that from the plastic and the masks and doing all of these things and the distancing and stuff like that, I believe that's why my allergies were so bad this year. Oh, definitely. Because I was... I was restricting myself, even though I wasn't restricting myself as, as much as others, but I restricted myself. So I think that my body was like, I don't know how to hit. What are you doing? Well, think about it. If like for my, in my case, I had the mask on for like almost two years. I was outside during pollen time wearing the mask. I wasn't getting exposed to pollen. Ooh, then, good call. So, then suddenly you take that shit off. It's a really heavy pollen year. Your body's like, "What the fuck do I do with this shit?" Oh, and yeah, then you yeah. have like a, a, a like a more uh, what I don't even know what that's called uh, something response. I forget. I'm dumb. Yeah, your Again, immune I'm, response. Yeah, system. there you go. Yeah. So yeah, we'll use that. Yeah. So your immune response is uh, you know nothing. It, it's gonna it, it flares up even harder. It has like it overcompensates for the fact that like it's like if you do steroids, it's confused, and then your balls shut off. Yep. And then you get off steroids, your balls don't work. Well replace balls with your immune system and yep. then it doesn't work as good. So we, we need to be out there. We need to be interacting in with each other. We need to be in the dirt. We need to get dirty. We need to do these things. And I, be, I still believe that if you just take care of yourself, mm-hmm. then all of the rest of it will, will figure itself out. I do not think that like this, that's why I was like, ah, oh, we're not, we're not protecting each other. Like, and that's why one of the reasons I got so upset about my grandmother being locked up in the, yeah. in the lockups and stuff, it's because we all found out that that was unnecessary. Yeah, and not only that, but like the time she had left, those were precious, 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 yeah. precious hours, you know, that like we lost, they a were year. robbed, they were robbed, they were stolen. Like on yeah. some level, you know, it's like that. That's sad. My girl's grandpa is going through that kind of situation, too. He's at the VA and like they weren't letting anybody in. They still aren't letting people in. And it's today. Like, I think so. I think you yeah. have to get on the list and you have to show a card. And like they like after like it's a whole thing. And like but basically he can't leave and nobody can go there and see him. So it's like he's in fucking prison. Yeah. And see, the, that's you know, the, dude's, the dude's in his mid 70s. It's like he wants to be near his family and he can't like that. Those stories really it's like yes but it's for your own good but he's like but i'm gonna assume my own risk i'm fine they're like no you can't yeah dude that's so anti-american like fuck you dude like you can do whatever you want like that's the whole point of i don't know yes i, just, I have problems with rules no that's fine that's fine i i agree <laughs> with you 100 percent. but it looks like we both need jujitsu in our life 100 yeah, percent to keep us that. level yes exactly and, and, and i encourage so many more people to uh, do it I, if you can do it yeah man and you know i got into it because of fucking joe rogan like I've been listening, okay. I've been listening to that dumb show since like episode forty. Yes, like I've heard almost every single thing that dumb, yes. <laughs> awesome man has ever written or said. I guess not even written. I guess. See, I got it. I got into jujitsu because I had a nephew get oh. into jujitsu, and I was like, "What's this?" And they're like, "Jujitsu." And then I was listening to Rogan, and I heard about it. And then I had a friend sign up at PMA. Oh. It was it was two of them. And they got into PMA, and then they went to an El Salvador retreat. 
Ooh. to go do jujitsu nice in El cool. Salvador, I think it was. Wow. And when they got back, they were doing class a little bit. And then I got, I was like, I really think I'm going to do this. And he was like, do it here. Here's go. And I was like, all right. So I went and I signed up and not even maybe three weeks later, they both quit. Oh no. So it was just me. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to stay. And I was still drinking. I was still smoking cigarettes when I joined. And what I found out was, is that I just got to get over some of my, my own problems. Mm. Like I don't like bare feet. I have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with it anymore, <laughs> but I had a problem with that. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and I, and I had to, I had to get close to another guy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So that was weird for me because I grew up in a generation where my dad's like, you don't do this. Yeah, yeah. And that's just the way he grew up. And that's just the way it was. And uh, obviously I'm more understanding today, but at the same time, I was like, this makes me feel really uncomfortable. Um, and, and, and it helped me with so many of those issues. Like I have no problem in a crowd. I have no problem when someone gets angry in front of me now. Yeah. I'm like, please do something, dude. Go please ahead. go ahead. You don't even know what you're. It's like, it's like I'm not, and I'm not even good. No, but it's like compared to the average person. If you don't know anything, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. You're in and trouble. I'm not. I'm not gonna go crazy. I'm not gonna entice it. But exactly, if it comes to me, at least I know what to do with it now. What I like, exactly. What I like about jujitsu, it has given me that confidence. Before, like when I was younger, like say I was like in a boxing and shit like that. Like I was always wanting to be tested. Yes. Because I never put it into practice. Right. Because I was only hitting pads all the time. So, like, it would feed into this, like, delusion that, like, that oh, you, I'm a tough guy. You know I what know you're what doing. doing. In jujitsu, actually, I can actually safely say, dude, I put it into practice every time we roll. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Right. But versus somebody that doesn't know what's going on, dude, fucking you better be careful. I've told a, I've told a friend this, too. Nice is feeling. like, I'm... I'm not afraid of getting into a fight anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm more afraid of what my muscle memory is going to pull out. Because you know this, we're in the middle of a roll, and we'll end the roll, and I'll be like, I have no idea where that came from. That's precisely why it's so dangerous for the untrained person to pick a fight with a jiu-jitsu person, because they don't know what you're going to give them, and, you know, it's like it could be... You could could sit there and, and play your game per se, your game. You've built it. You do the same thing when you're in class yep. with the other people that are learning jujitsu. Yep. But you've learned a whole bunch of stuff that you're not utilizing. Mm-hmm. Well, I've noticed that when I close my eyes and I breathe and I feel, which is something that took me so long yeah. to figure out. I'm an eye closer too. I've noticed that like I've done things that I wasn't even thinking I wasn't thinking. I was feeling. Feel it and go. And so if somebody was to attack, what's my muscle memory going to do? Does my muscle memory remember how to do this throw real quick? It might. I probably tuck and negotiate. Well, that's what I tell myself. But you never know. But you don't know what your muscle memory has actually stored. And your muscle memory might be like, well, this isn't the time for this. We're just going to do this and throw them on their face and trip them down. You know what I mean? So I'm more afraid of my muscle memory taking over in a fight and really hurting somebody yeah well as long Instead as of, as long as you're not hitting them with your fist no no like, no you know it would, i mean that's when you're really gonna that's this happened to me when i was 20, oh okay when i was 22 i walked out of a bar we were in a place in haverhill 
and like, dude, we were all drunk, and there was like a group of us, and then we ended up getting in a scrap with some other dudes from that were in the bar, and I threw the shittiest punch I've ever thrown, and I, but I made contact with this kid's chin, and he shrimped, he went oh. full, right to the ground, oh, and he no. smacked his head on the ground. Ever since then, I'm like, I'm never hitting another person. It's so dangerous. I'm That's how people die. Yeah, exactly. I'm never hitting another. That's person. exactly how people scared die. the shit out of me. Like we booked it out of there. We got away. Everything was fine. No cops. Nothing. But still, like that taught me a lesson. Like, dude, I don't want to hit people. Right. I don't like hitting. Well, people. I don't want to throw anybody. But if you're charging me and I just, I, I ah, and, and at least with the throws, just, like, you know, you can still kind of put them on the ground gently. Like there, it's not as bad. Unless, no, no, it's unless not. Unless you go full, like, you know, judo toss and yeah, yeah, yeah. with the planet. Well, but after it can be bad. I will tell you that every Thursday when I go to Rick's class, we're doing throws. <laughs> oh, hell And yeah. we're doing judo. Nice. So I haven't, in my mind, in class, I haven't mastered any of those. Same. But I've learned them they're over and over and over again, and they're in there. They're in there. So I don't know. Yeah. Would it come out? And that, that I just find it interesting how my brain has flipped this script where I was completely afraid of being in a fight because I had no idea what was going to happen to me. Yeah, now you know. Now I'm more, of a fr- I'm more afraid of hurting somebody else. But luckily, too, the fact that we're, we're both purple belts. So, like, we now know so much about fighting that, like, we can just defuse the fight before it even happens. Which is what I prefer to do yeah, anyway. exactly. The best I like using is, the, the words. The best fight is no fight, right? Yes. Like, I forget which kung fu dude said that, but maybe I've been Bruce Lee. Yeah, I, maybe. I don't know, who knows? But I just remember, the best fight is no fight. Of course. You know, and, you know, you can just always just run away. Who cares? But you always get the angry person. There's always somebody, but now I just feel more comfortable. I feel more comfortable yeah, on the mats. I feel sure. more comfortable grappling with guys. I feel more comfortable. In and, your own frame. In, in my own body. body. And, ability. and that is just something I never thought I would ever have. And that's what jujitsu has given me. Yeah, um, it's what it's 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 what I've seen give give to my friend Tyler that comes in. And you know what also it gives us too, like we were talking about it earlier, like uh, how we're a tribal people. Yes, we have found a tribe of like-minded people that it's 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 like it's weird to be able to go into a space where it's not like political or um, like all that kind of shit gets like left at yes. the, at the door. Like when you cross over that little threshold threshold you know it's about it's about the it's about the art form that's that's a rare space in general in just the world yes where where else can you go and really find that i I don't know i have been looking my whole life i found it at jujitsu yes i really have i mean i guess on some level like if you're a wicked drunk maybe like you could use the bar analogy yeah you could it's kind of like that but then again you're not dropping everything at the door but you are finding like a like-minded you're finding like-minded people unfortunately i don't find those people to be the type of people that i would want to hang out with today exactly uh because unfortunately if you're just sitting at a bar throwing away your money self-destructing that's a very negative path to be on and this is like that positive it's the opposite well i found i found a family yeah that's that's i yes it's tribal yes but it's everybody there wants everybody to do do better and all of us are pushing each other to get to that extra notch like we went through this whole thing i was talking to professor tim and he uh was telling me that you know tyler uh needs to come in more than once a week you know he's been a white belt for three years wow has he really yeah yeah yeah. we're gonna we're probably gonna end up talking about it next week but um, so he was talking to me and he's like we need to get him in more 
He needs to be in here more. He's got he's got blue belt tendencies with a white belt. Uh, 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 um, On his hips? No, no, no. White belt uh, um, uh, commitment. Ah, I got you. He's got a white belt commitment, but he's a blue belt yeah, in yeah. strategy. Absolutely. 100%. So now he's working things out. And he's going more. That's awesome. But he didn't he didn't feel that way about himself. Yeah. So having that conversation with Professor Tim, bringing that conversation to him, flipped on a light. That's great. And now he's being becoming more committed, and and now he's feeling it's just gonna get. We all want everybody to do better. Nobody wants. I don't want the white belt that came in yesterday in class, the fresh white belt. I don't want him to stay a white belt. Yeah, man. I want him to get his first stripe. I, I, want, lo- I love it when you see somebody le- like level level up. up. It's it's really Hell cool. Yeah. It feels it feels good to be like I'm not like I'm not super invested in them, but when it when I see it happen, it really feels good. You know what I mean? Or they're not super invested in me, but when they see it happen, it's like really good. You know, it, or we're super invested in each other, and then when it happens, it's really good. It's like the whole gamut of like, you know, interpersonal things can exist. But everybody's joyful about people leveling up. It's it really feels great, I and mean, it just it makes you feel like you're part of something positive. Yeah, and that's more important to me than just being part of a tribe. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's it's more than that because it's 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 like family. It's it's a tribe, but it's all positive, and they don't want the negativity. Yeah, and and and, and the negativity doesn't even get pushed out by them. The yeah. negativity pushes itself out. It does. Like, I don't know how many white belts you've seen come and go, but I've so seen many. a lot. So many. Like, wrestlers come in, and they get, they frustrated get and so frustrated, dude. But I will tell you, some of the wrestlers that stuck with it the, the are ones. some of the best jiu-jitsu players. That's very true. Because their scrambles, their hold, unlike anybody Crazy. who's just getting yes. into jiu-jitsu. And strong. Oh, and- Wrestling is insane. And that I I wrestled in junior high into the freshman year of high school, and then I dropped out and got a GED. I'm a GED. GED. I'm a GED. Good enough. (laughs) But I, you know, I tested good on it. Whatever. I mean, but I know I wrestled then in the cardio workouts and the like. The oh my god, dude, that shit was brutal. Brutal, brutal, brutal. Yeah, wrestling is no joke, dude. They they are different animals. If you are a wrestler. I have a different level of respect for you right and, off the bat. And you can tell when they get in there because their base is always oh. they're like they're uh, one of the new kids now. Uh, I forget his name. I think it's Tyler. Yep. Yeah, he's dude. He was a wrestler. Yep. You can totally tell. Yes, totally tell. He actually did like an ankle pick uh, thing from Turtle the other day, and I was like, "Oh, dude, you wrestled." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I did." Yeah, we like, got uh, there's a guy CJ uh, at Rick's school, and he's now a second or third stripe on his blue. Oh, no. I've been rolling with this guy since he was a white belt. It's fucking insane. Yeah, yeah. He is insane. It's just all over the place. And But his scrambles are solid, tight, and boom. He just drives into you, and you're like, wow. That is – And it, I mean, his age and everything is like half mine, but – I got to ask, is that a – did you do that art? No. Behind you? My wife bought me this picture. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh, wow, it's so cool. And then I, I thought of it, and I was like, oh, I'm the monkey. <laughs> I get it. So so I, I was like, oh, I like it. And then I looked into it. It's a mass-produced picture that's yeah, not really... To totally no, 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 that's I good. Just, it's I had good. To, I had to ask because I looked over there and I saw it too. And I was like, dude, is that... It's, did it's, you make that? Because that's actually really good. If you no, did. I wish I made it, but it's a uh, mass-produced, un... 
whatever. So it's like you can just use it because yeah. I wanted to make sure before I started using it. But it basically, I'm the monkey. Is what I'm saying because yeah. I'm not the smartest person in the room. I'm a I just too. I just want to talk. I want to understand things. Yeah. And five and a half years off of alcohol, I'm learning everything again. Yeah. So I don't. You're a new person. I'm I'm totally different now, totally and I don't. Person. I want to be able to uh, uh, express that first of all, but second of all, you know, it's don't be afraid to learn and don't be afraid to ask questions. Also, you know? I'll add to that: don't be afraid to fail. Yes. Everything you've ever learned, sh- well, I don't, I don't mean to be super hyperbolic about it, but at least for me, everything that I've ever learned has been a direct result of failing. Mm-hmm. Jiu-jitsu teaches me that every single day. I Hell fail, yeah. and then I fail, and then I fail, and I fail, and suddenly I got the omoplata. Yeah! It's like, what the hell? Best feeling in the world. It feels so good. <laughs> but that literally maps to Everything about being a human. Yes. Everything that I've ever done. All my relationships have culminated in failure that have then allowed me to have successes. Like saying the wrong thing at the wrong time, you know, teaches you not to say it at the wrong time next time. But if you say it at the right time, you get a laugh. Yes. Like, you know, it's like it's literally everything. You can't pull that out of existing. You know, like it, it really, you really can't. And the sooner you get comfortable with the fact that like, no, dude, I'm going to fail. Like, the faster you can progress in things, which is another, like, totally, like, nobody teaches you that shit. You know what I mean? Yes. That's, like, one of those ones you just have to, like, live through. Right. But it would be nice if they told you that when you were a kid. They try, I guess, but, like, kids don't want to hear shit. No, we, I, I we never want to listen. But that is, a, that, that is a great message to get out there, Absolutely. and I think that's a great place to end this thing. All right, thing. brother. That was really Dude. fun. Bill, thank you so much. I greatly, greatly appreciate you coming on the podcast. Thanks Thanks for inviting Um, me. Yeah, no problem. Had a really good time. This is fun. I love these mics, man. Yes, short mics are awesome. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely worth every penny. I'm so happy you're so (laughs) invested in this, man. Whoever thought my little my little Yeti Blue mic would have made this all happen one day? Well, I'm not taking credit, obviously. But no, no, no. But let's let's be for the no. But let's be honest, dude. If you didn't give me that mic, you wouldn't have started. I wouldn't have started, but. If I didn't do the podcast with this other gentleman, James, uh, on his podcast, yeah. which he's not doing anymore either, which is very interesting, I would have never gotten, I would have never asked you for that mic. True. So there, there's two key components into why I am where I am today. And you guys just gave me, you opened the door for me. And I've actually gone through that's it. That's fantastic, man. That makes me feel really happy inside. Good. My, my little piece of tech helps somebody out. That's that's a great feeling to have. I had a great time today. Oh. Thank you. I'll see you Monday. Yeah, you will. Yeah. And uh, with that, everybody, I hope you enjoy your Thursday. Have a great rest of your weekend. And as always, I will talk to you later. Talk, 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 talk.